Welcome to the Soundcast on Saturday, the 20th of April, 2013. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Roberto Campos. I've got nothing clever to say. <laughs> and Zacharias Pagess. <laughs> he said, be funny, not be loud. <laughs> be loud? You have to be loud, otherwise it's going to get picked up on the microphone. Okay. Be loud and funny. Yeah, that would be the, that'll be the key. But you fa- <laughs> I, failed. I failed. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Yeah, you you were staring us on. I know with your Palladians. I, I, your I forgot about Palladians. the intro point. The intro point. The point of intro. It's <laughs> the point you were instigating. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I pointed towards the point of intro. Indeed. Does that is like that nested point? Nested pointers. Oh no, programming. Oh no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get away from nested about pointers. Who mm, knows? Everyone alright? Had a good couple of weeks. Zach is emptying his pockets. The noise of keys. Yeah, I forgot to do that as well. The key noise. The comfort pockets. We've had this discussion before, haven't we, about shitting pockets during car journeys? I don't think we've discussed it on the podcast, but we have discussed it before. Yeah. <laughs> do you shit in your pockets during a car journey? Or any irritating. period of sitting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I have shit in my pockets like, like, all day at work, which I, doesn't cause me any trouble. And the moment I come home, I'm like, this is really uncomfortable. I always... <laughs> I always remove them immediately upon returning home. Yeah, like my mobile is yeah. normally in my pocket all the time when I'm out. But yeah, um, doesn't seem to bother me when I'm like yeah. sitting at work or anything. And I'm in the car or something. It's like oh, shit in my pockets, man. Oh, I yeah. get all this out and put it in the centre console, and I forget to take it with me. Yeah, <laughs> and then your your wallet is always in. Oh crap! My wallet's in the bloody car. Add my car keys. Oh, oh no! Okay. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that one's not so much of a problem now that I have that one, that, like, not actually a key key, because it's just in my pocket all the time. Yeah, the not yeah. a key key, yeah. the approaching key. I never have to worry about potentially forgetting it. <laughs> Although, well, actually, maybe that's the problem. If the, that one time I do take it out of my pocket and I put it in the center console, because I'm so used to it being in my pocket and me just, like, not thinking about it, I'll get out of the car one time and it'll Assume just be locked. But then presumably I'll, I still have to lock it manually, so presumably there'll be a moment where it's like, I can't lock my car. <laughs> yeah. And I'll remember. It's not like one of those totally keyless ones where it's just unlocked all the time, the key's nearby. Yeah, they're quite common though, aren't they? Increasingly. 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 Yes. Like there's that version of the new Ford Cougar or something that is if you're near the car and you put your foot out towards the bumper, the rear bumper, it will open the boot for you. If you what? You have to sort of like do a kicking action towards the back of the car. You don't have to do a kicking action. action. You just have to have something in the range of the sensor. Well, it's like it's underneath the rear bumper. There's a sensor. And so they show it like by you like putting your foot out. It looks looks a bit like a kicking action, but they don't actually kick it. Okay. And then the boot opens for you. That's cool. In case your hands are full is the idea. Oh, that's clever. Okay. But that would only work if the car unlocked itself when the key was nearby. (laughs) Yeah. Unless unless they don't give a shit about the boot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that's like the biggest access port to the car. Well, it depends where you can get through to the inside of the car from the boot. Well, a Cougar, it's fucking massive. Yeah, yeah it'd be so. like like a you know Land Rover or anything. It'd just be get in, clamber over the chair, hot wire the car. <laughs> Problem solved. Damn, that's a cool feature. I want that now. Like that, you, you do don't have, have a car and you don't drive. <laughs> 
I want that in a car. So when I buy a car, I will have that feature. Obviously, well, if I had a car, there'd be no use if I already had a car, would it? It wouldn't have that feature. They'd be like, well, what's the point? Buy a car. It will be in the car you buy. Well, not necessarily. Depends if it's popular, I suppose. Exactly. Because it's like at the moment, it's an optional extra. Like even on the top model Cougar, you have to pay for it to be added. I'm sure. So that might mean that it's not Cougar. Cougar. The Cougar. Is that, well, is that it, Ford? It, well, it's not because they did do the Cougar before, yeah. which was like a, uh, a low-slung sort of sporty saloon type American type. But, no, but now it's Cougar K U C no K U G A K K like car. <laughs> and this, so it's either Cougar or it's Cougar Cougar Cougar. <laughs> okay, Ford Cougar. Ford Cougar. Is that in the brand, <laughs> brand new car? Mother Cougar. Is that a new car then? Uh, no, they've done a couple of iterations of it. Okay. This is a, it, it's, it's a car cast. The new one's pretty shit looking in fairness. But. Okay. But you can open the boot with your hands full. I think they even advertise it in brown. <laughs> just, just like the, in brown. It's the worst <laughs> color. What color should we have for our adverts? Brown. brown. It's the worst car it's, color. It's the next gen color. That, that and gold Mercedes. Like the most horrible things. Yeah. Maroon is a bit boring. Metallic maroon. That's alright. It's not so bad. And it's not really ever maroon anymore, is it? Unless it's like on a Kia. It's like um like that sort of purple tinted one. Right. So it's more of a deep purple. I saw one of those super matte finish BMWs. Oh yeah, I've seen one of those. Yeah. But apparently they're a nightmare to like um maintain. Oh really? Yeah, scratches and stuff are really a problem. You can't just um because the moment you t- start buffing it like a normal car, you just go shiny. Yeah, go shiny. <laughs> they look, they do look weird. I have to say, yeah, up up close, you're just like, is this that? Oh no, that's how it's meant to be. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, it's cool though. Like a, it just makes me want to get a piece of chalk there and start drawing away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Draw a giant. The thing is, exactly. it's, 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 like you can change the design on your car every day, you or draw, after it rains. You can draw a giant comedy penis on top of the top of your neighbor's car, and actually, he won't mind. You know, you well, just, just watch it. <laughs> much, yeah, he might be. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, it's just probably until he noticed. Until he noticed, yeah, there'd be a giant comedy penis on top of his car. Hmm. Yes. Could you have an uncomedy penis? <laughs> I was going to comment on that, but I'd say maybe should. <laughs> uh, probably. Like a very anatomically correct <laughs> drawing of a penis. That would be funny, though. <laughs> no work of yeah. art. Man, that cloud is perfectly framed in that window from my point of view. <laughs> it's like, ding! I can see no cloud. Precise. Oh, Surprising. Yes. Like it actually suddenly chased the spring. The first and probably only nice day of spring. Well, yes, that was okay. Yeah, it's been a few. Yeah, it's been so good. It's a good week. Finally. But it's not... It's, I'm still annoyed by it, because despite the fact that I've how probably... How you be annoyed by this? I was probably complaining about it before, how, like, it was just, like, it's still fucking winter in April, mm. and now it's spring, but then I realised that the actual... The, the reason... It's like, in winter, it's too fucking cold. In summer, it's too fucking hot. In spring, I just get annoyed because I have to keep opening and closing windows all the time because it's too cold at night you and too hot during the day. You can't regulate <laughs> that shit. Yeah. This, this is perfect for me. This is my ideal. So, it's so like, sunny and I know. cool. It could be a tiny bit hot than this for me. No, fuck it. It's like, this is fine, but you know this room's going to get hot in like half an hour, and then you'd have to open a window, and then it'd get cold again, and then you'd have to close the window, and it's like, fuck! 
Yeah, that's why, like, in all places, they just have air conditioning with, a, like, a thermostat. Is it, do you not have, like, a circumstance where you can just open a window just a little bit? I don't think even opening at the moment, at this point, where it's still actually quite cold at night, it's just, like, having even even the smallest opening on my windows oh, yeah, is night, still slightly night, too night much. Is still a problem. I agree, night is still a problem. You have to open and close, you have to draw your curtains every day, regardless of having to regulate the temperature. So you could just not combine that. <laughs> Just sorry. <laughs> no, I'm worried. Oh, you just a, I don't have curtains. I only have blinds. And B, they're closed all the time. Oh, right. Yeah, and yeah. enough light still comes through that you can see pretty easily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're pretty shit blinds. Oh, okay, so you don't have that. But no. everyone else in the world has to like adjust something on their window every day. Um, pretty much, right? I don't ha- My office doesn't have a blind or a curtain. <laughs> but you're only in there during the day. It's, so it's just open. Oh, right. So at night, you just close the door. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. You just don't go in that room. <laughs> Yeah, but it, well, to be honest, it's like I don't quite. I know the curtains are supposed to like hold in the heat slightly from the window and shit. But if you have a good window, it makes no fucking difference. It's like it's <laughs> that, just, that you're aware of. Well, it. no, because yeah, it's it's just yeah. Well, it's not really for the heat, is it? It's more like and just, it's not exactly at night. It's not exactly that you know it can really go, but you can't get like warmer in the room for the sun shining for it. Cause it's fucking black. <laughs> no, you, that's true. <laughs> But then maybe there's no real negative effect. But I don't know. You could lose light irradiation out of it. I guess heat light type heat. If you have the windows closed, they might reflect the the heat and light in the room back towards you. Yeah, like yes. whitey. Well, I'm sure that's not really. I think the whole point of curtains is more to like privacy. Well, privacy and like so that when the sun comes up, you don't wake up immediately. Oh, it's really? kind of important. Is that your feeling? Yeah, I, I I get that. When as soon as it starts getting light earlier in the year then I my sleep patterns go to shit yeah it's like they've started to calm down now but what just because you get the light and then you wake up yeah I get that pretty bad you'd think I would considering how much light comes through those lights but it doesn't really affect me apparently (laughs) then again I go to bed at 3.30 and wake up at 12 so I'm kind of fucked to start with so Uh, yeah (laughs) light whatever (laughs) it'd be like if you woke up you'd be boned so uh, you've been doing it for a while in fairness so you've probably just got is that your exact like equilibrium? So from three thirty till twelve. What happens if you stay up later than three <laughs> thirty? Do you know then wake up later? No, I normally would just wake up at twelve regardless. Right, twelve okay. is a mysteriously precise time where I'm always somehow awake. Okay. Sometimes it's early. It was early today, which sucked, and I was like, oh, "Fuck." Yeah, then early. again, I went to bed early, and I was like, "I was feeling so fucking tired." Early it's really in, annoying. Early is in what? Like, it was like one. <laughs> Okay. I've been feeling so fucking tired some nights recently and it's really starting to annoy me. It's probably something wrong with me. I've been really tired this week. I yeah. feel like I need to do more exercise or something because it's like it's not right to be this tired. I mean, I have been busy, I suppose, but not like massively. Yeah, I've been tired this week. It's dumb. Okay. Don't, again, don't know. Everyone's tired. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like <laughs> I had to go to bed quite early last night because I was just... No, Noam said I was getting a bit stupid. Was the was the phrase he used? Like I was, I wasn't, I wasn't. Well, I, I can't remember, but I think I was trying to sing bits of Carmen really badly, and it's like, why, why are you doing that? It's like I don't know. It's not the sugar like usual. Probably just me, but you know, like even, even I wasn't quite sure why I was doing it. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm probably quite tired. You're just remembering that classic Hey Arnold episode, probably. Mysterious cut at the end. 
Yeah, so the other trouble with, with my sleep is that I, I can't sleep for longer than how long I sleep because of what I, because then my back starts hurting and then I have to get up. Oh, that's handy. It really sucks. Yeah, it's handy. It's handy apart from when you still feel tired and you're like, I'd really like to lie down, but I fucking can't. <laughs> <laughs> I have to sit in a chair. That's bizarre. What's is it? Is it you the elephant? Is it your bed or something, <laughs> or is it your? What's wrong with your back? I've been sitting in a chair for many, many years. Oh, I see. All you do is you transfer between a, a, a vertical, well, it's my, my horizontal, sorry, bed. And well, it's chair. my general, my general opinion again. of how I sleep is that, like, I actually have a plan because I sleep on my front. It, uh, it revert, it reverses the bend of crap of slouching over in a chair all day. In a chair, you're slouching over fours all day. But when you're sleeping on the front because of the pillow, you're naturally curving it the other way. You know what? I kind of have it to agree. Out. I kind of have to agree with you on that one. That does make perfect sense, except for the part where you lay on your front and you go to sleep on your front. That's fucking weird. Yeah. It's not weird. It's fine. It's fucking odd. Yeah, that's quite strange. Although, no, I would say it's always on the front. It's like fifty-fifty on the side. Yes. Yeah. Never on the back though. That is just weird and weird. No, the back's fine. It just. Like causes hor- horrific snore problems. Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> it does for you. I don't understand how people sleep on their backs. It just feels weird. It's like, what do you do with your arms? <laughs> well, normally, no. You're right. I don't. I don't purposefully sleep on my back. Yeah. I, don't, I don't fall asleep in that position. Right. I have to be on the side, but I, w- I will you... wake up on my back, yeah. and I will be kicked awake whilst on my back. <laughs> Yeah, you start off sort of on your side, and then during the like, you just move constantly from one side to the other. I think. Yeah, but so only I, have, I do it via the front rather than the back. Yeah, you're rolling on the wrong <laughs> part of the axis. <laughs> yes. Is it harder to? I'm trying to work out if you're rolling on your front like that. Is it harder to maintain some kind of quilt equilibrium? Like, so you're <laughs> properly wrapped. Not for me. Well, I, I don't know. I like normally. <laughs> It starts being uh, coming off by the morning, but by that point, it's like that's time to get up, so it's fine. It gives me another incentive to actually get out of bed because it's like, oh, half of me's cold. Oh, well, I guess, <laughs> fuck it, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't bother to pull the fabric towards it. It's not pulling it, it's because it's like sort of scrunched up in weird ways, so you have to like kick it and jiggle just to get it laid out better again. You only have to go like a meter though, and then you're you're, you're well, done. It's like That's on it the, for the day. On, yeah. the, on the occasions when you do, when I do do that, it's just like just put up with sitting up for a moment, spreading the cover out, and then lay back down. It's like if you're going to do it, put in the, the effort to do it properly. Don't try and jiggle it or shuffle it around. I mean, yeah. do one of those like like. Dramatic, yeah, sort of. Just throw it out and then the technical term for the oh, I, well, I don't know if there is. A, is there a word for that other, than, it other than throwing it out? Is like a, a single word to describe that action? Yeah, billow or something. I don't know. Billow. I guess you could billow yeah, it. Yeah. I can't think of the word right now. No. But that's why I like... Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a word. It's on the... It's, on, it's, on, yeah. on it's the one of them. Yeah. <laughs> one of those words that sound like sounds. <laughs> Onomatopoeic words. Okay. So now that we've talked about that... <laughs> the sun makes hot. What else are we talking about? Well, the, uh, the other downside to it being sunny is that kids play football outside my house more often. Which means you'll be hearing that on future podcasts. Well, every other podcast. Yeah, I mean, most of the time they're pretty yep. like it doesn't doesn't turn up on the podcast quite so badly when we record like that. But um, the biggest downside is, is they play football, 
They kick out of your house and they kick off all the house. kids. And, and the ball will go in the back garden occasionally. And worse, they will hit the fucking satellite dish. No. And it's like, and it's on, it's on the, the other wall, isn't it? So it was a pretty fucking terrible kick for it to go there. But they hit the satellite dish and they knocked the sensor off the end of it. Oh, man. Yeah. So that was a, that was a shit. Um, I, I was getting changed at the time, ready to go out, and no one went and just stormed out of the house and tried to find this kid's dad. And they had a bit of a confrontation, and he came over and tried to reattach it, which thankfully it did. Huh. And I cable-tied it back on just to be on the safe side this morning. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but it's like, the, the funny thing about this story is, and as I say, I wasn't really first-hand involved in it because I was like upstairs at the time it all happened. But And then... The, the funny thing is, is that they actually um, not. You know, we got we got a knock on the door, and the kids told us that they'd done it, which is fair enough. You know, I don't expect that of kids. Well, was their ball also in the garden? No, 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 it wasn't. No, <laughs> okay. it was the wrong, wrong side of the house. Um, but that quickly faded into. Oh no, this is typical kid behaviour because it wasn't the guy who kicked it who was telling us. It was his mates dobbing him in. Yeah. <laughs> And the guy that well, kicked it had fucking run off and gone home. That's, what they, that's exactly kid behaviour. Yeah. I would have done that. <laughs> but, you know... Well, either so run off or dog dog. No, I kind of expected all of them to run the fuck away, you know. <laughs> yeah, that would be more typical kid behaviour. It's like, oh shit, everyone go, go! <laughs> like, well, yeah, sometimes. It depends what. You know, there's a sp- there's probably a threshold of how serious something is before you, everyone just fucking makes it. <laughs> So yeah, so it it at least I, I still have telly. Well, your problem is your problem is that your garden wall is actually a wall. Yeah, that's just asking for footballs to be kicked against it. Well, no, they, 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 <laughs> I think they're smarter than that. They don't. They don't. Well, what are they doing? Nighttime slam. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's obvious, right? We <laughs> they they attempt to play proper football <laughs> on that green, despite the fact there's like the a tree, tree in the middle room. of the fucking pitch. But <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Like danger bubble. Well, that's the problem with all these. Like, that's really the problem with like modern green spaces in towns. Is there's houses want, all the You want to play around. football on them, but there's even roads or houses on all sides. I've seen them. Hit. There's nowhere to kick the ball through to a goal because then no. it just goes onto someone's house or road. Yeah, well, I've seen them hit the cars before. <laughs> Thankfully, there's been no damage to them, as far as I can tell. But yeah. No, and they and they've they hit our window once. <laughs> And, and and it hasn't broken. So in <laughs> so in like like what what nearly three years we've had one window hit. There hasn't been grass there for three years. Well, no, true. It probably only grew <laughs> after one. But they just need to invent some kind of easy to deploy force field that you can just erect around whatever space you want to yeah, play exactly. in. And then we just need like um uh, like uh, emergency shutters over every window. Like, oh shit! It's football time. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. The trouble with that is it kind of stops the light coming in. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps you need like just an additional perspex layer in front of the actual glass. Yeah. To just come down when it's like, no, oh, no, football danger zone. <laughs> but then that kind of relies on you doing it. Yeah, maybe. It should be like you need the children to do it. They need to have a portable children force field device that they can set up that's not dangerous in any way. Caution, to... children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And they're just walking along the street and it's like <laughs> emitting some kind of warning. Whoop, whoop, children. Whoop. They could put some kind of technology in the ball for the kids to play with where you mark out the area in GPS where you're allowed to play. By like then, putting out a small, like a cone or something so it's something the yeah, kids yeah, can understand. Yeah, or something. I don't know. 
This is, a, this is a dumb idea. And then, and, then, and then when the sensor detects that it's flying over the boundary at like a speed or like a height above the ground, it just pops the ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or deflates it. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. So then you have to keep control of the goddamn thing. And if it sort of dribbles off, then it doesn't, it's not so bad. And then if it goes out, and it also helps you retrieve it if you overkick it, because then it can't, when it deflates it, it loses it its aerodynamics and it falls to the ground quickly. So it yeah. doesn't go over people's into well, see, the problem with that is that it's entirely optional, so no one will fucking do it. It's not entirely optional. It's a kit. The ball comes with these four goalpost things. If it's well, not it inside the zone, then it, it won't, won't fucking work. It won't, it won't inflate. <laughs> yeah. It's automatic. Cool. Uh, yeah, maybe it shouldn't be like a pop. It should just be a quick deflate. Yeah, deflate, and then you can reflate it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that'd be kind of cool. But that's, that's my crazy idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it just buy a normal ball. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it'd be a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But it's a safety feature. I bet parents would be on that. Yeah, maybe. It's a safety feature for your children. Rich <laughs> pay us money. <laughs> yeah. Fairly, fairly rich parents. Well, well <laughs> they won't living get... where you are. It's 200 pounds for a football. What happens if it gets a punch? Just another 200 pounds for an additional football kit. Nah, you'd have like... It'd be like replacement. They wouldn't be able to get a puncher because uh, of this weird whatever fucking inflation yeah, fighting you see here. It's not just an air bladder, probably. Yeah. But then would, they, would these kids be sitting around like trying to work out? Oh shit, these cones aren't in Wi-Fi range or something of the ball. <laughs> it's like it won't fucking inflate. I'm sure the, the limited the range limit would probably be big enough for most and like they'd have to carry around in this giant rucksack these like cone towers or something <laughs> tiny like mini maybe but they might need solar panels on them or something you could do it with just the ball and have one GPS receiver in the ball and then you had to set it, it up by walking far. to each corner and going beep corner one and then walking to the corner yeah, precise, and, and GPS yeah. polling isn't that fast is it no no it might be quite not quite fast enough so it's flying through the air to cause a rapid deflate. <laughs> <before laughs> it hits your satellite dish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It, depends, it also depends on how dense the, the, the lever is because maybe at that point it could still be travelling at some rate and just go flump and knock it off anyway. <laughs> knock it off, yeah. Yeah, but the kid, it would discourage the kids from like kicking out I guess. way out at high well, I think they know not to break shit. <laughs> it's not like they... Do they, though? <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, true. I don't know. I suppose I can, can, can come up with that right now. After we find the That's idea. quite a good one. Well, what, what you really you have need, a literal Kickstarter. Well, what you really need is that wherever there's like a green space around it, that they can, that there's a way of just erecting fences out of the ground. So or, it's just like, like laser it's just like we intend, yeah, we intend, grids, yeah. <laughs> we intend to play football. <laughs> or use magnets. <laughs> Everything has fucking magnets, <laughs> so the ball can't go out. So it's like, what? What? Pull it back. I think that might make the ball a bit heavy. Or a ceiling rope, because outside has a ceiling. Is <laughs> <laughs> the ball that's attached to midair? <laughs> yeah. You could have a thing that was um, that literally was like the Hawkeye radar system from the, from the yeah uh, with a um, a turret, you know. Yeah, which shoots the fuck it out. Could, of the it ball. could shoot the ball, but then I thought, no, no, no. You just want a grappling like hook. You want to be a lot more attach though. the ball and pull it back if it's flying out. That would have to be pretty precise. Yeah, yeah and the true. speed of it. And what if something was in, in, in the way of it? Like, oh, oh yeah, so you grabbed a kid by the face. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You'd have to have it super hard. But it's not like shooting it with a gun. Is going to be like, any better, yeah. Ow! Laser or something. Burn a hole in it. 
the super high power <laughs> chemical laser. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best solution. Anyway, this is the podcast <laughs> about video games. What? Ostensibly. It's about ball games at the moment. <laughs> it's about games. Something. You got any other games to talk about? Not really. That's why, why we need to start doing that. This shit. Okay. Anything else happened in the last two weeks? Yeah. No, news. Guys. News. Personal news. Personal news? Well, no, that was just like the only thing that happened to us oh. in the last two weeks. This right. is the personal you, news. You got any random. other personal news, Rob? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> <It's happening laughs> I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> he's the king. He's scanning past the last two weeks. <laughs> What's been going on? I've eaten What's a occurring? lot of shit. Really? I oh, like plenty of burgers and Oh, that sounds tasty. <laughs> and then after this, a pizza. <laughs> I had yeah. a burger last night. It was pretty good. I had a pizza last night. I think. Wait, or was that the other day? Did you get pizza? Yeah, I might have got pizza. <laughs> <laughs> totally a thing. You don't need to follow it with totally a thing every time. I'm trying to make it a thing. Yeah, but the, the, saying that it's a thing doesn't help make it a thing. In fact, that probably helps not make it a thing. <laughs> Emphasizing the thingness. Yeah, you have to let it's like it you naturally evolve. Yeah, like, ha, yeah. Ha, that's funny. Exactly. Force memes are bad. Unless they're about Star Wars or Millhouse. <laughs> but that's a the, the, that's a better. Yeah, I know. But that's why why it's the only one. Uh. What the only force mean that's good yeah. is the Millhouse one. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, here's some not really game related news, I guess. Okay. Not that we're on game news, but it just came to my mind, so I'd better say it before I forget it. They announced that they're going to make some Star Wars movies every year. Oh, yes. <laughs> every year, starting next year or something. Yeah. What? So they're going to do. Uh, the, they're going to do a trilogy, mm-hmm. uh, every, one every two years, and in between they're doing individual character films like the Yoda film or whatever. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's how they're going to milk that shit. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, it's going to be like basically like uh, shit. The Marvel license or something. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. Okay. What's the equivalent? Which hasn't been too bad, but no, I mean, Spider-Man hasn't been great. Well, <laughs> No, but that's not even... Uh, no, that's, that's, that's Sony, Sony keeping hold of that license. I can't say Disney have been doing that well recently. What was that John Carter of Mars thing? That was that a was bizarre... A film. Everyone said that was the worst thing ever. <laughs> Anyone saying a good thing about no, it? No, I didn't mind that film. It was, it was, it was dumb, but you know, reasonably entertaining. And that's all I need from a film. Okay. I'm never going to watch that. <laughs> Let's put this in a different way. Oh, was The Great and Powerful. Now, yeah. that's a shit film. Really? Yeah, it was bad. Well, that's bad. Disney, isn't it? And this is the annoying thing. I, I, I've become, right, let's talk films. I've seen a lot of films. Though, let's talk films. Right, right. Let's talk films. There's a film cast. Film cast. I've, I've seen quite a lot of films over the last couple of weeks. And, oh, cool. Um, you like, see lots of films, much more than I do. Unlimited cars. Yeah, exactly. I need... Not that I'm advertising Cineworld or anything, but it's a it's a good deal. Well, they have those at most yeah. the chains, don't they? Yeah. Like, yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah, Odeon must have an equivalent, or Vu must have an equivalent. Vu. Vu. Vu is Vu. It's not spelt right to be Vu, it's Vu. How is it spelt? V-U-E. Vu. 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 Or Vu. Vindavu. Vindavu, la la. Anyway. But that sound is O-O at the end of that. That's true, it is. Lou. Vu. Vu. So anyway, yeah, Oz the Great and Powerful or whatever it is, that, like, like, 
Wizard of Oz prequel thing. Yeah. yeah. Fucking shit. And this is where I'm getting like increasingly annoyed with like my views like uh, seem to be the polar opposite of film critics' views <laughs> nearly all the time. Yeah, that's yeah. But it's like because like uh, I don't know. It's a very well is a very well made film. I'll give it that. The visuals are great. Um, it's got me in a fucking cuteness. So how many go wrong? Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> she's not very good in it. Oh, right. It's like she's normally amazing, but I don't think she does pantomime very well. Right. Fair um, enough. You know, when she's playing the good witch, she's fine. But without spoiling too much, she basically becomes the wicked witch of the West. That's halfway through. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Um, um, yeah, and then from that moment onwards, she's goddamn awful. So she turns into Margaret Thatcher and then... Uh, yes. <laughs> so it just, <laughs> the it just, lady it just proves that, like... She she must... It just proves that she's not inherently evil, then. Yeah, if she can't pull it off... <laughs> uh, it's just... The acting, was, a good person. The, the acting was Maybe. shonky all over. It's like, you know... James, James Franco, isn't it? Apart, apart from... Is James Franco? Yeah, it is James Franco, yeah. I'm not sure about him. No, neither am I. Speaking it's, of films, because I'm just going to... He's still talking this about this one. Hang on, hang on. Do you wait, really wait, want wait. to? There's one other thing I want to say. Like, yeah. In juxtaposition with the thing I said that the CG is pretty... And, you know, the production of, like, the world and stuff is very good. <laughs> apart from when they need to composite a human into the image... For some reason, like most of the time. yeah. For some, well, it, well, I don't know. Yeah, also, <laughs> like when they when they need to do something with the person, like it's a camera angle that's not possible in reality, or right. there's an animation that they want to do with a torso that's not, you know, that they couldn't act or they couldn't practical stunt. It's like it's terrible. <laughs> that stuff is freaking. It's the worst compositing I've seen in ages, even from like. B films, I suppose, like Clash of the Titans and shit like that. You know, terrible action films. It's like this is just yeah, it's weird. And you know, and and it was considered fresh by Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm like, fuck this shit. <laughs> Even Movie Bob, who I normally like, find is pretty on the money for film reviews and stuff. They said, yeah, this is a great film. And I'm like, no, fuck you. You're fucking wrong. It's awful. Mm. They didn't even make the most of Zach Braff. He's fucking in it. And, you know, he's not funny. God damn it. Yeah. He's made a few of his own films that weren't that funny, though, hasn't he? Garden State was okay. It wasn't that funny, though. Was no, it? but it's a good film. It, well, yeah, it was I like right. it. It was all right. Speaking of films... Yeah, go. ...and potentially good films, just because this is the one this is the one thing I can add to this topic, I actually watched a film... Oh, yes? I'm watching Inception again. <laughs> you watched Inception again? <laughs> I don't think that counts. It's only for, like, the second time ever. I need to watch that again, actually. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. We need to... Because I need to go back and rewind and uh, listen to our original discussion on Inception and see if <laughs> the questions that I was asking there I Kip, can Kip is on the Blu-ray, so we could probably do that. All right, that'd be cool. I've, I've, I think I've said a few times we should, but you've always always just, just watched it or something. Yeah. 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 That's, I've seen it a few that's times. That's why I hadn't watched it up to, well, apart from not having yeah. access to it necessarily, but you shouldn't watch that film more than, like, once every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's like Scott Pilgrim. You can't overdo You should try not to overdo it. Over Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. yeah. In um, which... In, 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 and by that logic, we're fucking overdue for a Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, we yeah, might be. I think we might be. God damn, that film is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I saw a film this week, which I wasn't expecting to be... Well, I don't know. I, it was just a random text. It was like, oh, we can't watch Breaking Bad this week because the MCR is blocked or something. But do you want to come see Silver Lightning's playlist at, at, at um, Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Have you seen this? No, that was okay. one that passed me by. So it was like, it was like an Oscar bait film, really. Well, I didn't know. I, I, I didn't know any of that. And it was like, a, it was like, oh, it's a rom I looked up. It's like, oh, it's a rom-com. So I was like, Ish. oh, fine. That'll yeah. be all right. And I watched that. It's like, 
hang on, hang on a minute. Like, this girl's really good in this. What the hell's going on? And then I came out afterwards. It was like, oh, she won Best Actress for that? Yeah. What the fuck? And it got nominated for five, all like, five major categories. I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's the bit I don't quite understand. It's like, it doesn't really... Like fit in, or I say it was Oscar bait. I didn't know that at the time, but it's you know, not Oscar bait. In the, when you say design, Oscar bait, but you know, yeah. Sorry, that was the wrong phrase to use. Normally, but, there's a certain type of film, like yeah. Lincoln or something, or, or War Horse, that's or just like, like uh, Benjamin Button or something. Yeah, yeah something yeah, like that. That's obviously that. I mean, it was yeah, it, it attracted them, but I don't know why. Mm. You know, I didn't. I didn't go and see it because it looked a bit crap, and you know, I'm not. I'm not a Bradley Cooper fan. No, I think, yeah. I think I don't think he's the best. Actor he was quite either. good in it, but it, it, you know, I don't think he's the best or anything. And the tra- and again, it was, it was one of those trailers that gave away like all of the salient points. Yeah. I know, and that's and I know they that, all do that. And, yeah, and I know that's very typical of rom coms, and you know, and that it has to get by with the stuff that happens outside of the trailer that makes it. But sometimes it's just. A little too much. I'm fed up of yeah. fucking... The trailers seem to be getting longer, if you ask me. Because I go quite a lot. It's like, you see a lot of trailers. Um, and you see a lot of variation of those trailers. Like, you'll see, like, two or three different types for the same film. Star Trek, which I really fucking want to see. I'm At this point, I'm totally pissed off with their marketing department. Because there are so many different trailers <laughs> that I've seen most of the action in this film now. I'm pretty sure. They said and that it's about, like, about uh, one of the later Spider-Man films, that there were so many trailers that you could basically piece together the entire no, no, movie. No, yeah, no, that was the last one, I think. The Amazing Spider-Man. I oh, think the new did, one. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of trailers for that. And, yeah. It wasn't a very good film. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't need to. You could just watch the spliced together trailers, and there you go. Yeah. 25 minutes long, and you don't need the rest it of It probably would have been a better experience. Doesn't matter how good the film is, it's got Emma Stone in them, so, so <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, we'll see what the, they anyway. do at the next one. Yeah. Um, and Garfield or whatever is all right. You know, he's, yeah, he's, he's all right. right. I just thought the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the actual, bad guy was terrible. Yeah. The way it was shot most of the time was pretty awful. Yeah. And, was, and they had to do a bloody origin story again. It's like, yeah. why bother with origin stories sometimes? Well, I suppose so. they kind of have to if they're rebooting it, but, you know. Yeah, I guess. Well, if yeah, it's good. It may, they have to if they're going to reboot it if the origin story is actually different. Mm-hmm. If it's just the same origin story, but they want to start the universe over, <laughs> maybe not. Well, it's always basically the same yeah, well. with most of them. I mean, the, the guy that doesn't really have an origin story, I guess, in terms of Superland is the Joker, right? It doesn't really have one. But no. then they don't bother to do it, well, which is they, good. They, they, they sort of hint at it. They don't really show it, but it's sort of expositioned. Well, he does, in, like, in... he gives, like, five different explanations yeah. for his own origin, which so is pretty cool in The Dark Knight. That yeah. was the best um, of those films by quite some margin, yes, I thought. Yes, it is. It's by, yeah. Like, Rises was was good, but yeah. it wasn't Weakest as... of the three. Yeah, true. It was weakest, yeah. Speaking of superheroes, yeah. in actual news news, news, I guess, because we, we haven't played this game, so we can't talk about it in gameplay, but that Injustice game came out, yeah, which is basically Mortal Kombat with superhero characters. Yeah, oh, right. It looks all right, Yeah, it has some weird-ass fucking mechanics. <laughs> well, they're like, kind of cool. Like the wager figure's odd. Well... If you said in the middle of a fight, you can do a certain move that causes a wager moment, yeah, which gives each player can, like, sort of, like, then, like... You wager bet. a certain amount of their super bar yeah. against each other. And then I don't know how it plays out after that, if it's just like a button mash or if some sort of quick time event No, I think it's or... just who has the highest. Who bet the most. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. 
But even so, it's a stupid mechanic. It's like because it's, it's fine. I don't. I just don't think because it's like a fighting game is supposed to be entirely skill based, and then there's this like entirely luck based thing. So it's you not just, luck, you're, though. You just put all of your super in. Well, yeah, exactly. And so you just both go all in. Yeah, it's just like it's not actually the way it's going to play out to anyone who's going to play that game and use that mechanic is you're just always going to put maximum in. And then, I thought there was something else involved that it's not just like a, a who beat who. Like there's like a ba- a, a mash off or something. Or well, I think it. It, that would make more sense. Yeah, it ha- it changes sense. depending on whether you, if it, it changes depending on whether you're the one initiating or defending it. Okay, like the result. Like if you win on defense, you get something different to if you win on attack. Okay, right. So it actually sort of maybe gives you a reason to do it at different times. I don't know. It sort of like comes across as like well, it's one, one of the most th- important things about a fighting game is the flow. Well, it yeah. comes across as completely flow break. Well, a lot of things in that game do really, like all the level transitions and shit. Are they not? I never, I never normally have so much of a problem with those because they, they're kind of hands off. Yeah, but it's you know, I mean, you don't, have to, you don't have to suddenly change your uh, play think. I spoke play thinking. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good way of describing that. You know, that it sounds like something from 1984. Yeah, play think. Well, the, the mode, you're, the mode you're in. I guess. You yeah, know, so and concentrate. You don't, you don't have to suddenly switch out how you're thinking about the scenario. Well, I think the thing that's more more would break my flow more in that game would be the fact that when the round ends, it just stops in the and you just stand up. Start thinking about it's like well, what what the way it's actually laid out is you have two health bars, but that's basically the equivalent of the rounds. So when you lose all of your first health bar. The action stops for a moment, and like the dude who's just lost his health bar falls over and then stands up, and the other guy's like, and does a stupid little mini victory pose in the middle of the thing, and then it just carries on. So it's That's not like a separate. Cool. It's sort of cool, except they people have been bitching about this how that because that means that the other person's health bar might be part of the way down through their first health bar, and then there'll be the end of that round again. But sooner because it's they've gone through the end of their health bar. You know what? I think that's neat. That's, and it also that's, means that's a nice that, experiment. Well, yeah, but it also means that, like, because the health doesn't, you don't have a specific amount of health in each round, essentially. So there's no real, real way of making a comeback unless you make an exceptional comeback. I see a point. Okay, yeah. You can't win one round and then lose one round and then win another round. You just win or lose over the entire course of the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see your point. That that is, it's like it's hard to tell whether that's fairer or not, really, isn't it? Because it's like I suppose it's fairer because it's your performance of the entire game, yeah, the entire fight, as opposed to like you could have a a shit round and then still get away with it and have their two close rounds and come out on top, yeah. You know when technically perhaps the other player overall might play better by that metric. You just I, don't know. I guess to, I guess like people who just prevents cheaping. In a way, because Maybe. you know you can throw out some seriously cheap tactics sometimes in fight pop quite frequently <laughs> in fighting games, and you know it win the round for you. And then I think it's just people of people who are saying that are thinking too much in the traditional frame of fighting games. Mm. It's like if you're going to take this to a tournament or whatever, you just have it be the whole fight. <laughs> yeah, well, well, <laughs> that's just one round. And then, well, I guess yeah, have a really long round. Yeah, maybe. essentially. And there is the. Um, the you know the, the, speaking of the tournament stuff, there's a lot of complaints potentially about the staging because oh, yeah. the, you know the, one of the things they do in this they're is non-symmetrical. The main, yeah, they're, they're non-symmetrical <laughs> and there's a lot of background interaction, <coughs> which is cool. Uh, you know, I kind of I kind of like that from you know me as a casual fighting player kind of. It will make the fights kind of more interesting. Yeah, but 
I can understand for tournament play that that could be a bit of a bitch. But supposedly you could turn all that off, but that there's a certain mentality in the community that means, well, you know, it's like they're not even going to give it the ch- the light of day. Because it exists, yeah. then it's automatically bad, even if you turn it off. <laughs> Which is kind of dumb as well. But, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was relatively interesting. It looks pretty funny. And yeah. apparently the story is retardedly hilarious. Well, in yeah. It's, in its ridiculous, like, let's make up bullshit excuses for everything. But that's the thing. NetherRealm got that right with Mortal Kombat. And <laughs> yeah, to, to date, they're the only ones to get that right in the story. But in, in, Mortal in, a, Com- in a fighting game. It's like in Mortal Kombat, it's their own universe. They can do whatever the fuck they want with yeah. that. Whereas in the DC one, they had to come up with essentially like a new comic branch. Because it's not like it's based in any of the current no, it's comics. Like they, it's not like it's New 52 or whatever. It's alternate reality stuff, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So they had to come up with another ridiculous way to spin off from the acceptable yeah, comic universes. Because they have to explain how, like, the mortal characters in that universe can fight off against the superheroes yeah. and it make sense. Which is like, eat a pill, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a, there's a, I saw a stupid shot and it's like, oh, this is the other thing to note. Obviously, Mark Hamill Not no Joker. longer wants to play the Joker and stuff, so it's another voice actor. Yeah. And from what I've heard, really not as good. Like, not by a long shot. No. It's sort of trying to do the same sort of thing, if you know what I mean, like trying to do the same mannerisms, the same uh, the same joke, he's trying to be the same joker, let's put it that way, but just not nearly as animated, I suppose, not nearly as believable in a weird way Mm. yeah it's like there's, and that might be something to do with the script, to be honest, because the shots some of what I've seen is like really done like, the joker gets shot at one point And and he sort of just, and nothing happens to him. And he just goes, in the middle of a fight, I should be dead. And then beats up a guy. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it's dumb. That's just dumb. Yeah, I should be dead. What else are you going to say? Well, I don't know, but it's like the way he says it is is like how I just did it. And it's like, not very surprised sounding. (laughs) I should be dead. Well, <laughs> I presumably by that point he he would have known that that you know that would have been the case or whatever or maybe he didn't. I don't no, know. Maybe I don't know what maybe, point in the story this turns out. Is it like have they realised that the, the pills or what? Yeah, maybe that, that, <laughs> that, 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 going on. that must be the realisation moment, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, that's out. Yeah, more news. Gaming news. Gaming news. Uh, we should think. Well, we should say that Far Cry Blood Dragon looks fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And that was like last week's news. I know, but it's like more awesome. There's been more trailers and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, we watched some crazy ass trailers. It looks pretty. It looks incredible. It look, it, this is my kind of game, man. Yeah. All, so, over, so, all over my kind of game. So on uh, Reddit, someone posted the, the screenshot of the um, just the, the game order screen on, on Steam and it was like 12 quid. This does not require Far Cry Three to play. Yeah, it's like that's well, it's awesome. Not, it's, it's not a long game, is it? No, it? it's, it's not going to be. It's going to be like a few hours. Yeah, but that's that's really cool. It's yeah, it's it's kind of. I find it more weird that they tried to attach it to Far Cry at all. Yeah, why not just call it Blood Dragon and be done with it? Oh, I don't know because it's not related in any way. Well, it kind of other, is, than, other than the engine, it's going to have probably some similar assets, although completely. Yeah, but that doesn't. It's like if it was like Undead Nightmare for 
Yeah. Then then it's the guy in a totally ridiculous uh, thing. It's yeah, not like it's the dude from Far Cry oh, now yeah. got transported and became a cyborg. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's true. It's an alternate reality scenario, isn't it? Yeah, this isn't it is, part yeah. of the game. This is just them going nuts in a sort of like franchise spin-off sort of way. Yeah. This true. isn't a franchise spin-off, yeah. really. I guess. It's a new game. Using- <laughs> Unless it turns out it is, of course. Because well, like, just- it could be like... You know, could be related. Could be vast is insane and it's it's an insanity thing or some shit. I doubt it. Oh no, I sincerely hope not. I doubt it severely. Yeah, yeah, they won't do that. I mean, I, it, you, I can, you wake up at the end and it was all a mushroom and juice dream. I can see them doing that, but I really hope they don't. So yeah, I got really confused at first because I naturally got the sort of um, the Far Cry Crytek link wrong. Yeah, because I I looked at it and thought. This looks a lot like the old free radical vision of cyber stuff, right? You yeah. know how they used to do in Time Splitters, yeah, know, right, right down to the sounds that the cyborgs make and stuff like that. You know, with the possible exception of all the swearing, it's yeah, that's... you know, it looks a lot like one of free radicals' visions. But who cares? It's not them. <laughs> it's not <laughs> even remotely anyway. related to no. them. So you know, never mind. It does look cool though. Yeah, this is what Crytek should have been doing. <laughs> Let's <laughs> put it this way. They should have got the free radical guys to fucking, like, you just go nuts. Speaking of which, additional news. Um, <laughs> We're still in news. Don't have to re-announce that. I, I just like saying news. <laughs> I, feel, I, yeah, I, I think we know that by now. Yeah, news sounds good. Yeah, that's a good word. It is a good word. News. <laughs> Despite my, like, view. Boo. View. <laughs> Points of news. 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 Uh, yeah, news. there's been more um, detail coming out about um, exactly w- how Crytek are endorsing that um, Time Splitters Rewind right. project. Right. And that they are kind of working together in that, you know, they will, um, Crytek are talking to these guys on a frequent basis. Um, and as part of the licensing deal, that you know the agreement in which Crytek have given them to use all the Time Splitters assets, it has to be non-commercial, right? You know, as in you know, so that's confirmed. The game will be free when it yep. comes out, um, and they're allowed to use all the model assets and stuff like that from the originals, um, cool. which is neat. Um, but there won't really be new content. They're not going to be new characters. There's not going to be new game modes, right? Um, so what's it based on? Which game? All three. Right. They're supposedly like a, a cherry picking of the best stuff. Yeah, okay. But there will be monkeys. <laughs> of course there'll be monkeys. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think this is, again, another, another sort of promising side. You know, it's still a mod project, so shit could go wrong. It could not happen, but... It probably you know, just this, this, yeah, this, well, this, this happens. Yeah, exactly. But at least this sounds like they're making headway and you know, fair play to Crytek for getting involved in a sort of loose way. Mm. So, oh. good news. Oh. Time oh. Splitters oh. is coming. <laughs> um, speaking of mod news, yeah. um, Sonic Unleashed project for Sonic Generations came out, and it's pretty <laughs> good. Such as, it is, such as coming out means for mod. It got, it got finished. Well, yeah, it got finished, and it's pretty good. What so, it, what is it? Uh, the Unleashed project takes the Sonic, not the Werehog Sonic, but proper Sonic stages uh. from Sonic Unleashed, and ports something. them into the Sonic Generations engine for PC. Okay. Um, and it works. Cool. Um, really quite well. They've had to make their own render pipeline and stuff like that to make some of the visuals work. 
Um, Because the way they did it was to literally take the level design assets out of Unleashed and then put them into Generation, see how they worked, and then fill in the gaps. Right. So they've had to program the gimmicks in and stuff like that. They obviously weren't in Generation, so they've had to get hands-on to make Mm -hmm. some of that stuff work. Uh, Yeah, and it's pretty flawless. Apart from... And this is it's this is a tiny niggle because you know I don't expect I didn't expect them to do anything with this really. Um, the Sonic Generations handling is quite a lot faster than Sonic Unleashed's handling was. So certain bits of the level design don't quite work in the way that they used to because the physics are slightly different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you can run through sections far, you could just jump gaps that otherwise there would be a gimmick to handle or. Right, stuff like that, and certain bits don't quite flow, and the walking on water shit is still awful. <laughs> you know, part, not because of the physics model actually, but because the level design of the running on water stuff in Unleashed was fucking awkward. And it's like, yeah, this is the biggest problem with this: the Unleashed level design in places just isn't very good. Yeah, <laughs> it is mostly good, but where, where it goes wrong, it goes really wrong in okay. terms of a Sonic game. And it's, uh, but well worth getting hold of. It's free. And, you know, Sega haven't yet waded in to say, don't do this shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sega. Although Sega are normally pretty cool about it. But. Yeah, generally. Yeah. So, yeah, get hold of it. I recommend. Mm. So it's, it's the DLC that never came. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they originally plan to do it? Yeah, they originally planned DLC for Generations or said that they'd made it capable of DLC and then just released that pinball table. Yep, and then left. Yeah. In the typical way that Sega does. <laughs> Uh, yeah, get hold of that. That's cool. Cool. Uh, other big news we had. Criterion, I suppose, the, the the note that they're not making a racing game next. Apparently. Is. But, uh, Are they... Just go, going through the history, they don't have much of a heritage of doing outside of racing games, but they have done it, and with some success. What have they done? Um, most recent non-racing game they did was Black. Back oh, on the PS2 God, yeah. and Xbox Age. Maybe which... they'll make Black too. That'd be funny. That was a bit. They of a... Won't. <laughs> well, you never know. Because most of the de- most of the team that worked on Black went on to make Body Count, oh, which wasn't very well received. Okay. Because um, Black was okay. It was, it was just okay. all about making stuff explode. <laughs> it wasn't Shooting really much of it. Barrels. Yeah, it was a fun shooter, um, as opposed to like a serious shooter. Yeah. Um, I mean, even they themselves at the time, according to the Wikipedia page, so I can't vouch for the, the accuracy of this, called it a gun porn game. <laughs> yeah, take okay. take from that what you will. Um, but weirdly, I went you know I went back through the history, and it's like I didn't realize they were behind Trick Style, which was a skanky like hoverboard racing game, racing game again, but sort of extreme. Extreme, like, sort of you know, yeah, sort of like like you know, just like. Um, hoverboard racing with tricks and um, stunts that you could pull off and stuff like that. And I actually have it on the Dreamcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had that, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Was that was, one of the early games? Um, Watch games for Dreamcast. I don't know. I entered the Dreamcast world fairly late. Right. So true. I don't know if it was or not. Um, 99, right. I think. Something like that. Um, yeah, that was all right. So they, they, um, they're not going to do that. Still, no, they're not going to do that because you know that 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 realm is kind of gone out of fashion, and SX, SSX kind of has that tied up. Really, that wasn't even that big of a success when they rebooted that recently. No, was, they look pretty cool. It's, it, it doesn't. It's, I don't think it's a bad game, but you know that kind of extreme sports games it just isn't in. The, the Cold Border Three. 
Cool Border Three was was a great game. Yeah, it was classic. I used to, I liked that a lot. Did that predate? No, that was probably Cool Border Three was probably just after Tony Hawk started taking off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool Border Three was a great game. It was pretty cool. So different from the last two, from the previous two. Did you play Cool Borders One? Or no, two? no. They're basically like Namco racing game, arcade racers. Okay. Like, do you remember that? Like, because they did that skiing arcade game, didn't they? With, with the giant. Oh yeah. With the actual skis that you sort of like swish around, and you could actually tilt your feet on them to cut into the snow more and stuff like that. It's like they played a bit like more like those, and that you had to get to the checkpoint before the time ran out and that kind right. of shit. And then in Cool Borders 3, they go all sort of like, actually, no, 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 we're going to do this properly. We're going to make a proper snowboarding game. And it was I'm trying to think if anyone had actually beaten them to it. I'm not sure they had. That might have been the first in that. What, pre sort of SSX stuff? Yeah. It might have been the first, like, you know, Tony Hawk, you know, sort of serious snowboarding game, I suppose, trying to actually mimic it somewhat. Hmm. It was, yeah, quality game. Played a lot of that. More than it probably deserved, but I played a lot. Of it. <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah, what else, what else could Criterion do? Would you, do you reckon they'll do? I don't reckon they'll do a shooter. That market's too crowded. Well, you never know. There's always space for shooters, as thing, isn't it? If you, you can always do something a bit more distinctive, can't you? I don't know, but they, as I say, they don't. I, I think it would be hard to wade into the shooter genre. Yeah, fair enough. If you've got no experience in it, compared to because let's be honest, none of the team they probably have. That's probably worked on a shooter. Yeah. Didn't know where I'd go from racing. Mech game. You're basically using... It's basically a car engine because you're still using a driving mechanic and you can still have explosions. There you go. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like Mech Warrior. Yeah. Hmm. Mech Assault. They never go as well as... Everyone loves stuff. No, they, they never quite play... Well, it's because they've stopped doing... It's like the people who actually want to play mech games any longer still want an actual sim. They want it to be more hardcore. Yeah. And then when they've tried to do, like, I mean, the, the idea of the of the Connect one was good. It just used the Connect, which was where it failed. Yeah. It's like the actual idea of having shit in the cockpit that you have to manually trigger and talk to your teammates and all that stuff. That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, it's not with Connects. Well, yeah, because I, I I played the original. What's that? What's that game called? Steel Battalion. Steel, Steel Battalion. Battalion, yeah, because I played the original Steel Battalion. With the giant controller. With the controller, yeah. yeah. And that was sweet. That Even took you like it, 10 minutes to start the blue vertical tank yeah. up, didn't I it? I mean, it got, it got quite annoying if you died like within the first few seconds of starting the mission, which happened like on mission five or something. You could like fuck up the start real easily. Like I remember a bridge collapsing or something, and if you don't just know that the bridge is going to collapse and fucking sprint across the bridge as soon as you possibly can, you're dead. <laughs> it was um you know from a mechanical you know natural game design standpoint there was some serious flaws in that mission design but the way the thing handled and the way you did things with the controller it was beautiful loved it it's a shame the game around it wasn't very forgiving mm. because it played a bit like a japanese arcade as well like in the sense that you had lives or you had a money pool and if you failed a mission you have to spend your money pool on getting another mech to do it again and you could obviously run out of cash and it would be game over start from the beginning right yeah and it's like fuck that's kind of hard really hard but I suppose they kind of they do that to try and balance out the game's length I suppose yeah 
re replay it rather than progress. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was classy. Nice, ridiculous experiment. <laughs> yeah. So what's the model? There is a MechWarrior online game, isn't there? That's been... Yeah. Is it out? I think so. Yeah. It's been out for a while. But that looked like well, giant uh, well, tanks. There's that. And Heat. Hawken. Yeah, that's, yeah, that yeah, that's a bit different, though, isn't it? Hawken is like Top more down, modern streamlined. No, no. Or is that another one? No, no. Hawken is like... That's Commander. Hawken's kind of like an FPS, except... Except you're jumping around, except in mechs, yeah. And that looked pretty cool, but that was a sort of indie-looking thing. But I think they're getting there with that. I think there was a beta for that. That's out. Well, you know, you, you, yeah, you can play it. And it's, you know, I didn't think it was out, but well, I know you can play it. It's, it's it's as out as Planet Side Two is. Right, fair enough. You know, you can get you can buy cash for it. It's free yeah, to play. Planet Side Two is actually out. You can still buy cash in games that aren't out. Like you could still buy cash in Guild Wars and Planet Side before those came out. And Dota, technically, I yeah. suppose, but. <laughs> Yeah, just okay. because you can spend cash on it doesn't mean it's not out or out or, it's, or whatever. It's, it's out enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it's there. It's a thing. Yeah, uh, yeah I know what you mean. Mech games. I always want them to be good, but I'm never really satisfied. Speaking Maybe. of games that never that are unsatisfying. <laughs> oh dear. Well, it's. I don't know why, but like the past week or so, I really wanted to play some kind of farming game. <laughs> of course you have. Farmville. Yeah, Sim, I know, Sim exactly. Farm. Like, so I, yeah, I dug out my copy of Sim Farm and installed that. And it's like, well, this is close. Does it run? Oh, well, my DOSBox installed with Windows 3.1, yeah. Okay. <laughs> How would you describe that kind of urge? What makes you, like... I don't know! I need to farm springers here. <laughs> it's, it's like, apart from, like, agriculture simulator, or or is it actually just called Farming Simulator? Farming, yeah. farming Simulator, the classic. Like, which we haven't played. No. It's like, where does this come from? <laughs> well, I mean, simulators of stuff, like all the all those ridiculous simulators, like bus driving simulators. Euro Truck. Yeah, Euro Truck and all that. I mean, that's a very specific kind of thing. Mm. But the but the, I, like, I wouldn't want Farming Simulator, because this is the key. I've, I've, I've kind of worked this much out. I don't want a farming simulator. I want a farm simulator. Right. <laughs> oh, I think I, I don't want to actually do the farming. I want to. Ha it's like SimCity. Yeah, like you want management. to manage it. Yeah, and uh, left like uh, 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 the crop rotation. Yeah, so. that kind of stuff. Oh, I heard something dumb. I think farming simulator is coming to Xbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, and PS3. I think <laughs> so dumb. But yeah, so I just I was like I installed Sim Farm, and it's like, well, this is okay apart from you know it's hella old, yeah. And it and it has the thing was that I think that annoyed me about it that quickly made me stop playing. It was like it has a thing where it shows you like the next ten years or whatever per field, and you can like put crops in it and tell them when when to harvest, and that's how you put regular fertilizing or whatever. Except the trouble is that it automatically fills it in with the same crop over and over and over without accounting for, like, seasons or whatever. Okay. So if you want to leave a period where the field's empty That's before it plants again... period, right. Yeah, you have to do that manually okay. for every single year. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like, I wish I could just copy and paste this yearly plan and then it'd be fine. But then, as I said to Rob, it's like I was like, so it needs it. It would be cool if it had the ability to like set the schedule and just copy and paste, and then have that set up for every year here on. But then, what are you actually doing in the game? Yeah, <laughs> the game will just start to play itself. Yeah, once and then presumably there will be an optimized plan. So if you wanted to, like by that point, you could just go on Wiki and go like, oh, I'll just copy this this grid of um, events. 
Yeah. So I was thinking, I was just like, I, I wanted to play a game like that, but not like that. And then I was thinking, like, what other games have I played that are like that? And then I was thinking about Minecraft with its, like, simple planting. Yeah. And that, that's, like, a, that's really... In Minecraft, it's more a matter of, like, finding good ways to do things that don't require you to click every single tile. <laughs> it's like in Minecraft, you want to have automatic harvesting where, like, water sweeps all the crops off into a trough and then it collects it all into a crate or whatever. <laughs> Well, are you like in a sim game? Yeah, and then that really sucks so. about SimCity shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like, I really want to play that, but it's still bad, and they still haven't patched it. Well, that's coming, isn't it? Yeah, but that patch is not going to do enough. No. As the patch notes have been hanging around on that, the 2.0 patch, as they're calling it now. 2.0. Yeah, I don't know what the fucking version number they're going to end up on. Because apparently some, someone so said... So by 27, it'll be good. Yeah, exactly. Because someone said on, in a comment where it's like, this is the big two. Point, this is the big two point patch. What a disappointment, or whatever. And then one of the Nexus guys came back and said, "This isn't the big patch. This is a big patch." It's like <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're in version two already. <laughs> so we really are going to see like version five or some shit. Maybe you should rethought your version numbers slightly. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, Not it's, that it's actually a version number. Yeah, it's just a stupid. <laughs> marketing device well, yeah, version numbers are dumb in games anyway isn't it because it's like when they everything's always one point something 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 even if it's like it's black ops 2 or something and yet the version number is 1.1 1. 1 point something 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 but something. that's because that's an actual version yeah but do you know what i mean the, yeah they put those in but it's like it's always one point something always one point something well, it's it's like, they... why not have a version 2 of the software because it's the same game and you're never going to have like <laughs> you know, SimCity 5 is not going to be SimCity 4 with a version 2. Well, because it depends it's... what the actual numbers mean. Because it's like, if you go and look at Dwarf Fortress, he actually has his version number, like, plan laid out, and he specifically says what each individual part between the decimal points of the version number actually means. Whereas, like, well, if this number doesn't... goes up to this, then it means I've advanced through this much of my plan or whatever. Mm. But, cool. I, I, mm, that's provided he can stick to the plan which he can which I don't think EA can and, <laughs> no. and, and to be honest but then that's, most, why, that's why one is the thing because it's like one means release well most patch development doesn't really follow that kind of routine you patch what you can get it out that increments the number somehow yeah it's like you don't well, really... I'm sure there is I'm sure it's in most cases probably those numbers do have some kind of meaning but not it just to the new consumer it's just that it goes up which yeah. means it's better that's all you need to know I mean, generally, in terms of a history of, like, first-person tunes and stuff, like, one is release, right? Yeah. And then if the next digit is, like, the serious point releases, yeah. like, Counter-Strike yeah. 1.5, 1.6, etc., or Quake, you start point releases. Halo 2, then, 1, 1. Yeah, and then you've got the, the ones, the digits following that are, like, the patches. Yeah. Like, the fixes. That used to be the pattern. But apparently not in SimCity. No, jumping straight to 2.0. Well, they're not jumping straight to 2.0 either because there's been one-point stuff. Well, maybe they just realised they're going to have a lot of fucking patches. They probably just realised there's going to be a lot of fucking patches. Then they could have used smaller numbers and they'd not have gone to two immediately. Well, what version did they release at? They probably released at like a one-point something. No, I'm pretty sure it was one. Because they don't have... They haven't had any smaller numbers. It's just been one and then single decimals, like 0.2 and 0.5 and 0.8, they're on now. Well, they can, they, they, well, you can technically, in, in version number land, go 110. 
<laughs> yeah, but I mean, you wouldn't want to. Yeah, yeah. That would probably confuse the shit out of people. You, yeah, you do quite Our a lot. Our software's on 114 at work. Yeah, it's common. It's like an IP address. Yeah, but that's not, about, like, that's like, not really 110, though. I know. That's one. That's 1.1 1. You don't 1 read, you don't when you've had 1.09. <laughs> you don't read version numbers like a decimal. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're Mr. Dwarf Fortress, Shadows Marmok 2. I don't know. He might... He might. I mean, you can. I mean, and then it's probably preferable if you've planned it that way, but it's rarely going to work like that. <laughs> well, you know, if you've if you're having to, I, you know, I, I don't want to call my software like version two unless it's a really major, major change yeah. to the architecture of how I've built it. That's like, the whole. That's so then, why. So then you go up the what? Yeah, I know. I, I'm not agreeing with the SimCity plan. I think they should have gone to like one nine and then one ten and just keep going. Well, but, well. But I don't <laughs> think it's a problem in either way because version two no, is still you no, know, it doesn't matter. It's still busted. It's not, it's not like they're selling it as a new product, which was what you normally do when you go up a major yeah. major version number. Yeah, but it's not going to be enough. Damn that game! <laughs> yeah, goddamn. City. So I wish I could play it. Cities are just so tiny, and all, all the stuff is busted. Some of the stuff, at least some of them. The, my main problem with these patch notes is like I, there's patch notes in there that I think might fix the bugs that I that I find annoying, but they're not specific enough to know if they will. So I'll actually have to Wait. patch it, go and play, and then do an experiment and see whether it has fixed the uh, thing that is <laughs> bugged. I mean, in SimCity 4, how old is that? 10 years? Yeah. Can you they set never up? fixed the stuff in that, did they? Well, the, the, there's the a mods. Yeah. Can you set up the... Um, uh, what do you call it? You, you know, just leave a city with the the tests you want to do, just ready to go. Like, in, I know in this scenario, I'm going to lose my kids to the ether. Well, I mean that that scenario is not very hard to test because you can do it quite quickly from a, from a blank city because it's just like put a school here, put a school here, and then <laughs> just run the thing. I can lay that out in five minutes. But it's the more the other the like. Well, I mean, it's generally a problem with SimCity anyway is because there's a lot of stuff that sort of seems sort of ethereal. It's actually still hard to tell whether they fixed anything. It's like, I can't really tell whether less tourists are here than there's meant to be because there's no real way of telling. There's no numbers. Or if there is numbers, they're not specific enough either. Is Swallow Mode going to be back? Cheetah. Cheetah. Uh... I don't know, actually. That's not in the patch notes. I heard they I've, turned that back on already. They turned it back on on the test server. Right. But I'm not sure whether they've done it in the main game. I haven't been back in there for long enough to find out whether they did. Mm. Gradually getting to the point that they should have been at the... They claimed to have been at the start. Yeah. yeah. I'm really interested about whether any of the... Like, what happened to all these global leaderboards and shit? Because last I heard, those weren't back on. And that was with the cheating speed thing. Leaderboards? Yeah, you know, the leaderboards for, like, the, tr- the international trade or whatever. And the global global market, where, tr- where the price of goods is meant to fluctuate or whatever. Huh. It's not exactly Eve, though, is it? No. But they can't even manage that. <laughs> ah. Massive fail. So what are the other surrogate... Uh, yeah. Strategy games that you can play. Or strategy management. Go back to settlers. Well, I think there was like there was, there was there was Minecraft, and then there was also this mod I was looking at for Minecraft that makes it insanely more realistic. And I was like, well, that always. But then again, because it's a mod, it's not finished. Yeah. <laughs> it just like stops at a certain point in the progression, it's where it's like you can you can it basically. It's kind of weird as a mod for Minecraft, where basically it pretty much removes your ability to mine. 
Because <laughs> you actually have to progress up the tech tree where you're like, I'm making a flint tool and then I'm collecting some shitty ore by gold padding, basically, only for ores. And then you melt it down at a specific temperature in a fire and then you get bellows and shit and then you have to work it in, on like a hammer and anvil and, to make a single tool. It's just proper craft. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, that's hardcore, but then that's pretty much where it just stops. It's like right. they haven't done... It gets to the point where you can actually make a pickaxe, and then it's just that's the end of the mod. <laughs> and Minecraft continues. Well, it doesn't. Or you can't do anything else from that point on. So yeah. it's like that's a good. It's like that's the right sort of thing. And then I was thinking about worm and stuff, and it's like no, I'm not going to go back to that. <laughs> that. That's the right kind of thing as well. It's like complicated enough, but Eve. then in worm, worm, it's a big load of grind. Why don't you just play Eve? Because that's not farm for asteroids. Yeah, but that's not. There's no game there. You fly to an asteroid, you turn on your mining lasers, and then you wait half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about Harvest Moon? I thought about that. I ha- I went and got. I, I got... have the Wii copy. If you want, if you want to play, so I think I actually tried playing the start of that Wii copy at some point, like when you weren't there when I was in your house. <laughs> yeah, that happened. But uh, Harvest Moon's not not the right thing either because that's that's the same problem as with, with like farming simulator versus sim farm is like it's too personal you're doing a mm. single thing yourself and it's the same problem worm had you, yeah you want you you, you want, want a bit want, more overarching control than you, just you yourself doing a thing <laughs> you want to be like head farmer who doesn't actually do any work tells everyone what to do or does some work <laughs> like has a, a some amount of personal interaction i don't know there's no game that I can play that fulfills this urge. Not with farming, perhaps. <laughs> you just need to put it into some other context, perhaps. Maybe. Play Civ. That's not, it's not right. Not the right kind of game. Game Hospital. That was another one that I did. That's pretty close. Play. But I already played that quite recently. Yeah. Star Trek. Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> All these games I've already played quite recently. Really? Yeah. You mean playing Startopia? Yeah, I played it on the stream. On oh, the yeah, yeah, I remember that. All right. That's a great fucking game. Yep. But you can't play it that often because there's there's only like 10 missions and that's yeah. it. <laughs> that's the whole game. So, yeah. Uh, news. News. Uh, you can pre-order Starbound now. <laughs> Woo. Oh, wow, that's finally fucking carrying, coming. Well, basically, they announced... Do we have a date? I think they announced the roadmap first. They were like, here's our nice fancy roadmap page where it shows us as like a map, literally, and then you click on the things and it tells you how much percentage through we're done on each of these individual parts and all this shit. And then they announced the pre-order and it's like, oh, there's also a beta coming. But the beta and the pre-order both just say 2013. <laughs> like, <Shit>. God fucking damn it. <laughs> They've really taken their time with this. Yeah, seriously. And I, I also, like, the developer does live streams fairly often well i guess there's been like five of them in the last six months which i guess is fairly often for a developer showing his game in progress but it's like you see it it's like it looks like a game how have i released the damn thing there must be something you know quite a lot of holes yeah there is quite a lot getting the base they had the base mechanics running like last year yeah so it's must be all the stuff to make it so you get hooked yeah you know what i mean the the wider world and the details but all like they've Clearly, most of the work is done on... Virtually all the work must be done on terrain stuff. Like the last video I saw, they were showing how like sand and stuff is going to cascade. Oh, okay, so like, cool. It's going to have basically the same thing as Minecraft, only better. 
where like most blocks are going to be fixed, but then certain types of blocks are going to be affected by gravity. Except in this case, when they fall, they actually like form into cones, so they fall and then spread out. Cool. Oh, neat. Which actually looks pretty decent, mm-hmm. apart from at the moment, as he was showing in this video, still half the blocks get lost because it's not. It's not there. They haven't yeah. bug bug fixed it or whatever yet. <laughs> But yeah, so they showed the, that was the last thing I saw. But then, they're, so they're pretty much must be done with the train, and they're they're obviously done with most of the randomly generated like weapons and enemies and all that stuff. It's just the other the bits that is link the this whole up into one game. Have, <laughs> is it like the items that the player can have? You know, yeah, they're all randomly generated. I know, but you know, because they could be there could be an undefined number of those. Well, I think they, that's the point, isn't it? But you know, they just keep going making them. You know, I guess like, if they if they get obsessed with making new parts over and over and over. Yeah. And in fairness, that's kind of a worthwhile thing to keep doing. If it's you know, just yeah. keep doing it. But, <laughs> but, although, but some of that you can do after release, naturally. Well, but. yeah. But then the other trouble with seeing those live streams of playing the game is like. Shouldn't you be working? Uh, <laughs> That's the same problem that you always have with these pre, with these early videos of games. It's like, why are you, why are you just fucking around playing your game? Hurry up and finish it so we can play your game. <laughs> but they have to play the game to know it's good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Playtesting is important, even if you're the developer of it. It's just annoying. So 2013, still. Again. So, Nintendo so, Direct. Should we talk mm-hmm. Nintendo Direct? And the stuff that came out of that. I guess. Yeah, so, that's, that's an actual bit of news. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah real news. news. The serious news. I've been saying it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, so yeah, more Ninty games for 3DS. <laughs> getting some much-needed content. Um, so what? So what have we? Okay, let's talk about the content first before I have my mini rant. <laughs> um, so we've got. Uh, the new Zelda game, which yeah. is the biggest That's the big news, news. and they're going to sort of like, was it? Is it literal? It's a literal sequel to A Link to the Past. Is I it? don't know if it's a sequel. I don't it's know the if same they really world. said that. Yeah. They said it was the same world, and it's the same means. look. What was the world even of A Link to the Past? It was Hyrule, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah but fucking all the Zelda games are called Hyrule. I know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a good one, <laughs> a very good one. Yeah. What but, was yeah. what was the actual like? It was just a generic like, the a princess in a castle. No, that was that's Oracle of Seasons. No, that's a uh, fucking. It's not, I keep wanting to call it Wind Waker, but it's something Waker, isn't it? Oh, is this a or mobile wind, one? Because it's the Windfish, isn't it? Is the fucking thing oh, that you wake yes. up? Yeah, oh, I can't. Remember oh, that's anyway. Link's Awakening. Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, that's the Game Boy one that was kind of based on. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, a good that, one. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, but yeah, so. I guess it's like, that wasn't in happened? Hyrule though. That was on an island. Yeah, it? that was in that was in a dream. Of yeah, because that was the whole point of the thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm not so sure about. So yeah, look, it's, it's like those, and they seem to be doing some amount of like, you know, 3D elements to, I guess, you know, height and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's not so it's not just totally 2D. Yeah, well, that seems their main thing yeah, for, 3DS, for puzzles guess, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah 3DS. So they're going to add that stuff. I'm not sure. I get. The paper mechanic that they showed, right? You can sort of like, what don't you get about? Well, it's not that I don't understand how it works. I don't understand how it thematically works. Well, this is Zelda looks like flames. I know, but the, it's the shittest thing they've come up with yet. I think, like an ocarina, fine. Like and then it causes stuff to do the ridiculous time stuff of Majora's Mask. What, also fine. What about like Minish um, Cap, where you get really tidy because you're wearing a stupid hat that's also a bird? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm more okay with that. Because, but turning into a crayon drawing and being able to move in walls. It's some magical just device. Some, yeah, I know, but it's the crayon bit. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. It'll, probably, it'll work you, fine from a gameplay point of view. I have no problem with that. There'll be some but, explanation for it, won't there, obviously. Yeah, I know. It just Like, like he, he looks like the crayon drawing from, like, the start of Wind Waker, the kind of scrolls. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. So maybe that's deliberate. Maybe it's some kind of lore kind of thing. Mm. You know, some kind of um, Bayou tapestry type deal. You turned into a cave painting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I didn't, I didn't think that bit looked very... Looked. It didn't look good. It no. was not... Even finished. the way the camera had. Yeah. yeah, I mean that bit. It looked a bit rough, but it, the whole thing looked a little bit rough because it looked quite early. But, I don't know. Uh, I, I thought it was all, all pretty good, apart from that. But you know, Ninja are going to polish the crap. Oh out yeah, of it. I mean, just God knows when it's coming out. You know that kind of stuff. Well, it's the end of this year, isn't it? Is it? That's what they said. Mm. Yeah, so that's quite soon. Get skates on. Mm. Um, so what else did they announce? New Mario Luigi game. Uh, Which yeah. looks like another one of those games, so that's probably fine. That's probably cool. right. Yeah, <laughs> those those are always okay. Yeah, that'd be good. It's kind of like Paper Mario ish. Yeah, but, but on but, mobile, but different. Yeah, and different. Yeah. Uh, what else happened? Three DS land. You have to remind me here. I'm... I can't remember anything else apart from those two. Well, <laughs> the only ones I cared about. It must be the key ones then. Oh, of course, Yoshi Island, Yoshi, the new Yoshi's Island okay. game. Oh yeah, that looks. Identical, kinda like slightly, slightly more pastely, I suppose, like smoother than the um, you know the classic SNES. Well, wow, was it more like the N sixty four one? Sort of. It's it's halfway, so it's it's not quite you know like the the collage look of the N sixty four one. It's more the crayon style, but the crayons are a bit softer than the. It's quite, it's, you know, the visually, it's kind of harsh, isn't it? In a way, on snares like solid black, yeah, stuff black like outlines. That. Yeah, I suppose, but I suppose they can do that now. They can be softer and be a bit more actually crayon like. Yeah, I didn't actually like how the N sixty four one looked, yeah, but it, that wasn't crayon. No, but it looked bad. Don't need to go anywhere towards that. Yeah, but all right. Here's here's where I'm going with this. Oh, and Pikmin three got a release, release date. date. Woo! In in August. Um, about goddamn time, the Wii U needs some software. <laughs> it's um, too late for the Wii U. Yeah. Wii U is doomed. Wii U is doomed. Sorry, Ninty. Um, and, and this leads me to my biggest problem with Ninty for the last couple of generations. Where is the innovation fucking gone? Like In the software? or In, in the software. Like, Wii games, as, you know, initial Wii games aside, because, yeah, holy crap, that was temporarily game-changing. Um yeah, temporarily. <laughs> like, where where is the where's the new ideas coming out of Ninty now? Like, I I think the best time, look, the last good time we had for new ideas coming out of Ninty in terms of like gameplay mechanics that are going to stay around um, was GameCube because yeah. obviously that invented Pikmin. You know, Luigi's Mansion proved itself, and 3DS version of Luigi's Mansion is doing pretty well for itself, and. We're, we're kind of Metroid Prime, you know. Admittedly, not Nintendo in-house. They kind of work yeah, retro but... to make that work. You know, where's where's this you know where's this vision gone? I want them to make. I don't want to keep playing the same game over and over again. I am now tired of this. Yeah, I know they will be good, and on some level, I know I will enjoy them, but I no longer really want to do that. It's like 
It's almost like Assassin's Creed and Black Ops fatigue, but over a much, much longer period of my life. Mm. To the point where I'm running out of my ability to care. <laughs> Did you ever play most of these games? <laughs> I don't think you're the person who should have this fatigue. Did you really play Mario 64 and Galaxy? Yes. Not that much. I didn't play Galaxy to completion, but I played a reasonable chunk of it. I played Sunshine to completion. <laughs> I played... Um, I haven't played Galaxy. I do, it's like you only played one Zelda game, really. I've played Ocarina. Somewhat. Most of it. Uh, I've played some of... Well, okay, the start of Wind Waker, which pissed me off enough that I didn't want to borrow. Twilight Princess I played through. Yeah. Um, so you should be the one having the fatigue. No, but I look at all these things and they're not the, they're the same. Every Mario Kart. All right, I've played pretty much every Mario Kart. Yeah. With the exception of seven. Yeah. And it's like... like yeah. That's Mario Kart. That's different. That's like the sports games. Of course it's going to be the same. It's the fact what it's based on. I guess, but the, the, the 3D iterations are always too similar for my tastes. With the exception of Double Dash, which kind of stands out in its own weird way. Yeah. That one um, was quite cool. Quite like that one. It yeah. was quite different. It, and yeah, it, it divided. Feeding. And you know, yeah. I wasn't sure about it when at the time. But looking back, it's probably the one of my favourite ones. That that and the Wii one. Yeah, that's like the Wii one was just a. It was probably the most derivative of the lot. It's uh, but it executed it quite nicely. Or it, it did no. Okay, this, this is where the Wii ones did. It did online multiplayer well. And the motion controls didn't suck. And the motion controls didn't suck, yeah. So, yeah. But even so, it's still, at its core, I'm playing the same game that I've always played. And Mario Party, that was it, another announcement. <laughs> that's, another, that's another bad example. But of, that's a, that's a game that shouldn't be on the 3DS as well. Well, that's true. Unless it has... I guess you could maybe excuse it on the 3DS if it has full download play. Because hmm. then that'd be fair enough. Maybe, but then it still requires multiple DSs and it's not so much of a party environment as having a fucking television with a Wii. Yeah, if, if, if you're assuming that a bunch of your friends have three DSs, then that's, I know. Yeah. Play it in a room. I don't know. I, I want to see Ninty innovate some more. Yeah. Maybe, okay. We all do. And I'm, and I'm a little bit worried about Wii U in the sense that they, they came out with this thing and it's like, this is going to change how we make some games. And they obviously run out of ideas themselves on how to make games for that fucking thing. Or they're just saving more for E3. Maybe. The big Zelda, the, what they've said about the big Zelda coming, it was interesting, which was just like, let's challenge all the conventions of Zelda. Yeah, yeah for the love of God, let's hope so. Yeah. They need it. Yeah. But I mean, they did say that, so at least that that, that is something. But yeah, I, I, obviously, uh, whatever I they it. think they can fetch as a Zelda, are they? They listed some out though that, of things they weren't going to do. Rufy's agreed. <laughs> yeah. Now there's purple. <laughs> We've flipped it. Now the purple <laughs> ones are cheap and the green ones are expensive. Oh Innovation. my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe little baby colorblind mechanics. We made them triangles instead of. Whatever that shape is. <laughs> I don't even know what shape you call that. The roofy shape. Long and diamond dish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gem like. <laughs> they're not called rubies, they're called proofies. We added a B. Proofies. Anyway, yeah. Desperate for some Nintendo innovation. At the same time. Couple of good games come out on Nintendo, uh, possibly that Zach's going to have a chance to talk about. Maybe not this week, depending on uh, how you've played about five minutes of Luigi's Mansion Two. Right? Yep. 
Uh, what's your verdict so far? Amazing, nice-looking lens flare on that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's your verdict. <laughs> I know. I think it looks. But then again, it's not like you could see it that easily. I guess. Whereas when I was playing, because yeah, I'm the one looking at the 3D, I suppose. Uh, no, I'm glad they. Of all the ranting I just did, I'm glad that is one that they actually decided to go back to after. Because I, we, yeah, it's I, not like they've milled that. Franchise. No, exactly. Yeah, that, that one is still good yeah. in terms of the. I'm surprised they even put a two on the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How many yeah. people playing it now are going to play? No, well, we first. have. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Its udder is still full. But it's so. weird that like. It's, it's weird that it does technically even have a subtitle, except it doesn't show the subtitle on the fucking main screen of the DS. Oh, it well. just says Luigi's Mansion 2, <laughs> rather than Luigi's Mansion 2... Electric Moon. I can't remember what it is. Dark Moon or some shit. All right. Oh, yeah, it is that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> dark Moon, that sounds like something else. It's called some Dark yeah, Dawn. Some. Dark, <laughs> dark Moon. Dark, dark Moon and Dark Dawn. But obviously, the Gonson and Luigi's Mansion 2 universes are going to come together. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars Episode 17, Yoda Origins. <laughs> I think they're going to get to that before 17. Yeah. <laughs> God. How can they make a Yoda film? That's a bad idea. Just, yeah, well, there's, just... there's a lot of time that you can fit that film in. Because yeah, he's hell old. Yeah, well, 900 years to choose from. But isn't that part of his character? You know, this sort of like... Mystery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They should do a Lando film. That'd be better. Who would actually work for, as a, like a prequel? Lando. Yeah, because <laughs> well, he's kind of swashbuckling cool. How, I don't think he's ever done that anything that cool. I think he's all talk. Could they do a film about how Han Solo and Chewie get together? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that could work. Yes. Yeah. Adventures of Han and Chewie, pre yeah, various ones they could do rather than doing the Yoda one. Because you're just at the huts. No, yeah. <laughs> it would just be an entire like flabby mess of a film. <laughs> Yoda's already like ruined enough in the prequels. You don't yeah. need to like ruin him more by doing. I don't know. And his Vodafone sell out. Yep. Terrible. What other characters could he make? Crazy ass spin-offs that could potentially work. The Adventures of Boba Fett. No. no. They already tried that several times, but not, just not in films. Yeah, Boba Fett doesn't really talk, which is the cool thing about him. And then when he does talk, he's a fucking Australian. <laughs> <laughs> he's no. New Zealandish, isn't he? Yeah. This is Django. Yeah, but he's a son. Yeah, Actually, true. he's a clone, so yeah, he's he still exactly the same. the same. True. Could yeah. they do something like how they did with those like animated... Clone Wars things. Well, I suppose that is the Clone Wars. Yeah, exactly. War. Yeah. <laughs> but those, those Samurai Jack... It's like there's no, other, awesome. there's no other characters in the original trilogy because by that point, the, like, the Empire is all homogenised, boring people. Yeah. And the Rebels are just like, homogenised, boring people. <laughs> I guess they're pretty much the same. <laughs> Where's all the aliens? But then... Yeah, you could do like all the. You could have a film for every like bounty hunter on the on, on that the bridge, bridge yeah. like Bosk and like uh, IG eighty eight. That'd be an awesome film. <laughs> like yeah. you'd just be him murderizing everybody and just being a robot. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. There'll yeah. be a comedy spot with like C three PO and R two. No, they can't do anything with droids because that just leads down the path to that the terrible expanded universe thing where there's actually a droid that's force sensitive. Will they do a cheesy? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> well, they do like a cheesy, like um, Rocky esque kind of underdog film about pod racing. But that um, was episode one. <laughs> I know, but just make it, yeah, that, just, just make what it, happened. But just make an even bigger one. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you could do stuff, loads of stuff and stuff. But they seem to have this concept of doing individual character films, kind of like 
like because it's it is literally the superhero movie modern superhero movie mold right that yeah. they're doing they're trying to do the equivalent of wolverine origins or whatever aren't they which wasn't very good could it be like the story of how qui-gon got his hair <laughs> <laughs> qui-gon yeah we go back to that obviously yeah yeah or why darth maul's face is all red but that's his species it's not a oh, it's a species oh i didn't realize it's apparently. a species then or really it's face paint that's why here right okay <laughs> As far as I remember. He could have just been human with some sort of weird yeah, thing to his head. Yeah. He's, yeah, he just, just likes extreme skin modding. Yep. Clearly. Hardcore what the hell God. were we talking about a minute ago? News! Oh, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, that's alright. This is a totally logical progression of this conversation. So yeah, I played like five minutes of Luigi Mansion just now because my DS turned up this morning. Games! It's my section. Yeah, it's your section change. Uh, what? So let's talk about the actual, like, the DS the in general before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or or more, even more so than that, packaging. Oh, really? <laughs> or is it like Apple style, like super <laughs> experienced designed? Well, the weird thing, the first thing that threw me off is because I went on Amazon to order this thing and like, you know, here's a picture of the box or whatever, which is where you can clearly see the convenient sign that says does not include AC adapter, <laughs> but conveniently. <laughs> so you know not to, you know to buy one of them. But then it's like when it turned up in the post, it's actually a really fucking tiny box. And I, I expected it to be a lot bigger, but then of course there's nothing in there apart from the fucking DS. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no AC cable, obviously. There's no extra software because even the game is pre-installed on the SD card. Which is, it comes in, in the, the thing. thing. So it's just like literally the box is almost the same size as the thing. <laughs> huh. Weird. It's kind of neat. Yeah. But that was really weird because it's, in, it's like the Amazon picture of it on the page. There's no sense of scale. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that looks like, that looks like this. It's like quite a big-ass box because it has this nice graphics on it of Fire Emblem shit, I guess. But then it wasn't. It was tiny. It doesn't even come with a wrist strap. <gasps> what? <laughs> that's no <they're> good. <laughs> I know. Really? That, that's important? doesn't even come no, with no, a spare stylus. <laughs> That's not important. Actually, that's... Well, that's that's marginally more important. Yeah. I guess I've still got spare silences from my old DS I could use. But do they fit in the slot? No. Uh, the 3DS stylus is actually big now. It's a <laughs> tiny, minuscule stick. Yeah. Oh, it's long, has it again, is it? Yeah. Okay. Goes all the way across the bottom of the thing. So, yeah. Oh, is it a bit more like the DS Lights one? Because that was a bit longer. Yeah, but it goes sideways in. So oh, it's, so it's really long. Oh, cool. That's, it's that's... not like pencil length. It's like half a pencil. Okay. But even so. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's pretty long and slightly chunkier. Uh, and you've got the XL, which I noticed yeah. is, is, is... The screen's slightly... a 90% bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says <laughs> on the box. <laughs> Same resolution, of course. Yeah. But it's a slightly more plasticky build than the um, originally sized one. I don't know. Maybe. That's going to be some of the lowest pixel density available on the consumer electronics. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it is 3D. Yeah. So and it's twice as much. And from my experiences with an old, the old 3DS, it's not bad quality. No. 3D. It works pretty well. It seems to. Well, apart from when the game... Uh, it still has a problem. I don't know if the, 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 the XL makes it nicer in this regard, but when you move the DS, you still end up with that. Well, yeah, of course. I fuck a replay. You have to keep your head in a very specific position to retain the 3D. But yeah, I wonder if the sweet spot is slightly bigger on because of the you, screen. Yeah, you'd imagine so. Maybe. Uh, 
And then the other thing that I found really weird is, like, obviously, you pl- the first thing you do when you get it is you charge it. <laughs> so it's like I plugged it in and I was re- reading the manual. It's like, it takes three and a half hours to charge for me. And its battery life is three and a half hours. And I was oh, like, wow. wait, hang on. So it's decharging at the same rate it's charging. <laughs> that's uh, pretty I, ridiculous. I missed that detail. That's terrible battery life, isn't it? Well, that's when the 3D's on. You can turn it off like double it, <laughs> of course. Why does that double the... Because they it halves the processing power needed to run it. It goes it, when you when you when you flip the switch off the bottom. There's yeah. like a brief flicker. Yeah, yeah, there's like a flicker on the screen, so it knows when you're swapping between mm-hmm. fully two D to having some amount. Of it doesn't 3D. just make it flat. It's no. actually a different mode. Right. Yeah. And but, like some game. Well, I, the only game there's one game I know of that's taken advantage of that knowledge, which is the Dead or Alive port. Which you know when you're playing. In 2D mode, the frame rate is actually faster. Yeah, right. that's cool. But presumably that would, won't take less battery though, because you no presume, yeah, yeah, presumably probably. they're utilizing the the, the you know yeah. the, the spare processing power that that leaves. But yeah, that's a quite a fucking long battery charge. Yeah, I literally, it literally, pretty much only just charging before I had to leave and come in. So it didn't come charged like a lot of products do now. No, or not fully charged. Maybe it had some charge in yeah. it. But they say in like the quick start guide or whatever, charge, charge it first. It first Fair enough. Which is probably a good idea for most things. What am I paying cake for you, charge? Well, Apple yeah. spending all that money on electricity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Nintendo's cheap. Can't spend all these pennies on putting electricity in this thing. I must print money. Also, something else about the hardware, I guess, is that you can take the battery out. It's like you, you consumers are allowed to get to the battery from the free free DS. Cool. So you can potentially replace it if it becomes shitty. That's right? good by buying a new one from Nintendo. <laughs> so, about, you know, yeah, it's about as good as it gets. It's better than the bloody PS3 controllers. You have to throw away the whole fucking controller. Yeah, yeah. That's probably like home mod kits or something like you could probably buy them from slightly dubious sources yeah i'm sure yeah that's always true of these things but i mean so anyway yeah got that this morning charged up and then when we came here i played like five minutes of louise mansion and it seems okay so far it seems okay so far it seems to have music that's going to get stuck in your head forever just like the original because it's the same fucking song oh yeah <laughs> and like... luigi fucking whistles it as well yeah which is always awesome <laughs> When he I hope when he gets like when you go in the dark. That was used to be my favorite thing about the originals when you're in the dark areas. Well, when singing, your health's low. Oh, yeah, and he's singing the scared versions <laughs> of the song because he goes all squeaky and wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. So yeah, I'm gonna play that. I suppose Fire Emblem as well is pre-installed on this fancy Fire Emblem looking DS. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I like the color. I like the nice blue color. color. Well, yeah, that was he was like, thank God, it's not some retirement color with Fire yeah. Emblem. It's just black and blue. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Good combo. Cool. So, what else have you been playing? I've been before playing, today. Uh, that isn't farming yeah, exactly. related. Well, I didn't. Really, I didn't really play much of that. That was the trouble. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could. I played quite a bit of Guild Wars, but that's maybe just grinding for daily and monthly achievements and running through the super adventure box a few more times to be able to afford the special like weapon skin where you get a fancy like holographic sword basically. Hollow sword <laughs> So yeah, saved up enough to get that. Not really much going on there. They they are actually doing Apparently, the Superbox isn't going to be the April update. There's going to be two, because there's going to be an actual update at the end of April, which is going to be the next part of the actual thing they were doing before that, the raising of the, like, the, the refugees or whatever. The <laughs> right. dredge and flame legions. Yeah. 
So that's going to come on the 30th, which might looks like it might actually be the end of that. It's going to be a, it's going to be like a com- those two characters that you do missions for are going to come together and do a thing, I guess. That was very specific. Right. Come together and do a thing. <laughs> and then the other thing I played mainly was quite a bit of Kerbal Space Program. Hooray! Because it hasn't actually... I really need to buy that. Well, I guess it has but It's always slightly more expensive than it needs to be. Like, how much... It's more than 15 quid, isn't yeah. it? It's like 18 quid yeah. or something. It's like, oh, god damn. Wait for a Steam sale. Yeah. Although, I guess it won't go down in price until it actually comes out, which will be never, <laughs> basically. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Carry on. So, yeah. Uh, there was... I guess it was quite a long time ago now, like, way before the last two weeks, but there was the patch that added proper wheels and stuff. I think I mentioned that before. Yeah, maybe. yeah. But uh, I hadn't really played with it. But then this last couple of weeks, I had I was when I went back to it. I started doing fancy shit, fancy shit really badly in my case because <laughs> I was so I was trying to make my moon base because uh, as I discovered when you have the wheels, because it, it's much more easy to maneuver the parts. My plan of using the wheels to line up the docking ports and then raising them on legs and connecting together that actually works. It works now. Right. It probably would have worked in the in the old version. I just didn't get it to go. Right. But now it does work, and it works pretty well. So I was like, okay, now I can build this moon base. So I, I spent quite a long time trying to work out decent ways to get shit to the moon well, because I'm still not very good at designing the rockets like efficiently or like well-balanced or like positioning the RCS thrusters so that it's not completely fucked and wobbly all over the place. So I eventually came up with quite a nice design. Because I had designed one where it was like the space shuttle, where it was the payload is attached to the side, and, it, and then counterbalanced it by just putting a big lump on the other side. Because <laughs> okay. you can't really can't really control the thrust that accurately, accurately to counter the weight. But then I just said fuck that and designed a much more simple ship where basically you have the top that it comes down in like a pyramid, except it's like hollow. So the engines go around the middle and then the payload just attaches in the middle and hangs in the center of like the main engines. And that makes it quite stable. And it also makes it easy to get the payload out when you actually reach the point where you have to detach it. So I was using that to go to the moon and dropping off the the various bits of the moon base. Although I did have some some problems making landings because you have to design the... well, I got a mod that fixed this problem, but you have to basically design the payload. The way I was doing it, you go to the space plane hangar, design the payload there because that lets you do horizontal orientation and to, uh, like wing symmetry, so only, sy- only symmetry on the opposite sides of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Design it there, but then you basically just have to remember that and rebuild it on like attached to the actual place. Right. Because <laughs> you can't do you can't really do it any other way. But I did get a mod that sort of fixes that where you can store collections of parts as one thing and then just drag it on. Right. So you can then you can you can actually design it the space hanger, hang save that whole thing. As a part. And just attach it in one go. So that solved half the problem. But my problem is like I just couldn't because of these payloads are weird shapes, because it's like bits of the base, so they're not entirely symmetrical, or, well, the main problem is they're just long and thin, so you've got rockets at either end, and that just makes it hella wobbly, and if you haven't got the RCS in the right place, it's really difficult to control, and you could easily flip it over, and like because of the way the mass is distributed, because it's long and thin, it rotates on its axis a lot easier than it does rotate sideways. <laughs> it just makes it really difficult to control. So I had several ridiculous crashes where I was like, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it, whoop! <laughs> <laughs> just blew everything up. Right, trying to land. Yeah, trying to land on the moon. 
which is like almost the easiest place you can land, apart from the smaller moon that has less gravity, but it's further away. So yeah, I fucked around with that for ages. And then there was the trouble of like, I had to start getting better at aiming my landings because it's obvious you need to put them quite close together from orbit <laughs> to a specific place on the planet's surface, which isn't the easiest thing. I'm starting to think I might need to play my joystick just so I can get precision mm. rather than angles. tapping keys and. <laughs> yeah, can you use would a, the controller help? Maybe, I don't know, possibly. But yeah, so I eventually got all the bits on the moon, and I designed it so that. Well, I was trying to be fancy and make it so that it was more legit <laughs> by making it so that, like, the solar, the bit with the solar panels was going to power the whole base. So the other bits of the bases didn't actually have power, but you need power to use the wheels. So in the end, what I actually had was I gypped it for the for like the central bit of the base, which was just basically a pole didn't have any special parts that just had its own power supply then i attached the solar panel wing on it that obviously powered itself but then for the habitation module i was like well i'm also going to make the habitation module my rover dock yeah where it has like a special attachment point nearer the ground where a little rover can park and dock onto it and get get its batteries recharged so it can drive off or whatever so i dropped in the rover and dropped in the hab thing and then i was like okay drop in some kerbals fly the Kerbal dude on his jetpack, obviously, over to the rover, get in, drive to the habitation module. But then I discovered that I'd really not quite thought it through because I designed this rover, which was basically just a cockpit with wheels on it. Yeah. But the trouble is that the cockpits have their own gyroscopic stabilization. Oh, okay. And it works fine on, on, on the planet, but when you get to the moon where the gravity is lower, the whole thing just flips over. <laughs> Because oh, no. the gravity is so low that the cockpit stabilization just causes the whole thing to rotate instead of actually driving the wheels forward. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe you need to refix this design. So I just made it like rover. a super long rover. <laughs> so then I had to fly a whole other rover up there again, <laughs> do a whole other landing. And then I eventually did that and then part- attached it to the hab module and then had to drive like 12 kilometers. And of course, driving on the moon is like really quite difficult and dangerous because because the gravity is so low you don't get nearly as much traction so you don't accelerate or decelerate very fast and if you start going downhill and you pick up speed then you can't stop very quickly <laughs> and if you hit a dent you just blow up <laughs> so yeah eventually i managed to get it all together and then join it all up and i was like moon base done moon base done and then a random bit of wreckage in the distance exploded <laughs> <laughs> which was quite funny actually because i was i was switching vehicles to jump into the rover and I just suddenly hear an explosion. And I'm like, fuck was that? <laughs> something exploded and killed me or something. But then, so I looked around and saw like stuff flying into the air. And it's just, it was obviously just a physics glitch. Because then when you zoom out to the map and look at this wreckage, it was just a bit of leftover lander that, that I'd left behind that detached off, the, off of the bit I was dropping or whatever. But it was now flying away from the moon at like a thousand meters or 2,000 meters a second into a solar orbit because it was going so fucking fast. <laughs> I was like, well, that wreckage is never coming back apparently. It's going a long way. One day it'll come back and hit you. You'll <laughs> be flying. Trying to get well, I'm more worried right about like if I go and look at my moon base and like if I actually load it, maybe one day the moon base will just randomly explode because of the physics glitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would not be good. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that was cool. Okay, that took a fucking long time. Then Sounds I started like thinking it. about building a moon-based, a moon orbit refueling station because I already have my station in orbit of the planet that has fuel, so I can theoretically get fuel there. 
And then I figured it'd probably be better to have one at the moon because then you're already getting the gravity assist of the moon orbit. So if you fly to the moon, use more fuel, but then resupply at the moon, then you get better. You start with more fuel if you want to go to the outer planets or whatever. So I started trying to build that, but then I fucked up my design and didn't have enough stabilization on the fuel tanks, and I was trying to link them to the main body of it or whatever because I didn't just fly it all up in one thing, which would have been much quicker and easier, but I have to do things ridiculously complicated ways because they're cooler. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it up in parts and attach them together. Yeah, exactly. Try and do docking and shit. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, Global Cloud. Plenty of it. Sounds good. Maybe I'll play some more. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like a whole week. <laughs> yep, it was pretty much. It was, it was another weird week where I didn't seem to play anything, but then I did. But only those two things. Just like quite a lot of them. <laughs> quite a lot of oh, and I played some Team Fortress, I guess. Me and Rob did. Yeah. yeah. Did. There's not anything to say about that. Nope. It's still D2. Team Fortress. Yeah. I saw there's, um, there was a leak of the new... Uh, uh, the new action figures for Heavy and Soldier are coming. <laughs> and Heavy look pretty cool, obviously. obviously. So that'll come out in Forbidden Planet this summer. I might have to get one. Because you can get them in the Forbidden Planet in Cambridge, the demo and Pyro. They're like mm. 20 quid or something. Oh, really? Yeah. That's not that expensive. Yeah, they're action figures rather than the ridiculous oh, things. Oh, nice, yeah. nice figures. Okay. Yeah. And they're pretty nice. So I uh, might have to get a Pyro. But I, I want an engineer, obviously, to put my desk. Yeah. But yeah. it might be all right to have a Heavy with a little uh, speech bubble saying, Engineers, credit to team. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And yes, a, and a sandwich. And a sandwich. I'm not sure if it came with a sandwich. I think it comes with a Yushanka uh, as well. As just, make, just make your own sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A really yeah. huge sandwich. Giant sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> the olive on the on the on cocktail the stick. stick. <laughs> I've never seen a sandwich with a little olive on a cocktail stick stuck to it for no reason. No, I've never been served one like that. No. So, uh, yes, Rob, what you've been playing, man? Uh, well, I finished Assassin's Creed Revelations. Uh-huh. Yeah. Time for a revelation. Is it well, revelatorily shit? <laughs> yeah, the ending is... There's no... The story doesn't pick up. There's not actually a point. <laughs> no, well, it sort of is, because I got... Well, the... Mm, the sto- no, no, uh, not really. That, mm. not, not really. The game... It's a non-entry, basically. You, as, as I said before, like... All right. I'm calling it spoiler alert for the end of Assassin's Creed Revelations, although there really isn't much to this. It's like, this is where they revealed that there's been an apocalypse before, yeah, like kind of thing, and that's why these weird beings aren't about anymore, and a certain number of your kind survived, not many, right. or whatever, blah, 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 blah. It's pretty much the majority of the revelations, I suppose. Is it like the um, biblical floods type deal or something that caused the apocalypse before? Uh, more of meteor sort <laughs> oh, right. of thing. Um, and then, but basically, you you know, you discover inside Altair's library uh, at the end of getting all the Masyak keys, you discover another Apple of Eden, which is the one Altair had, which isn't the one that you've been using as Ezio. It's a different one. Right. Um, so... Ezio leaves it there, thinking this is going to do more harm than good. So, just sort of, just sort of leaves it there. What? what leaving it there or taking it? It's like in either case, <laughs> he leaves it in the library, and then, right. but then, just leave it there for some random then, person to find. That's but then he like talks to Desmond, oh, right. and ha- has a sort of like monologue of what he's learned over his life Ezio. and stuff like that. Yeah, Ezio talks. He goes, "I don't know what the fuck you are or whatever it is, but I'm going to talk to you because I know you're listening." kind of thing which you know pretty much tells you nothing and it's a bit of a shame because it's like you know this is supposed to be the conclusion of Ezio's story and yeah. it's like nothing really happens 
God damn, poor old Ezio. <laughs> yeah, he deserved better. Yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a shame. And then Desmond basically wakes up and goes, "I know what we need to do," which presumably means they're going to go find that apple because it's still going to be there. Of because course. it's still going to be there. Oh, yeah. God. Well, how do you like them apples? I don't know. Yeah. So totally pointless. Although I did. In that strange way that this one has grabbed me in a, in a different way to the others, I did go and like go go back to the world and start just fucking around for a while. Like, I thought just, you said you didn't like that world as much as the other. This is stupid. I don't understand. I don't. But I ended up I ended up collecting all hundred of the fucking data artifacts. Right, there, like the feather equivalent. I went and did all of that. How do you manage to find them all? Uh, well, actually, convenient. Well, because the, there was a map. I think you could oh, buy, yeah, buy in the previous ones. Yeah. And you could buy treasure maps for the treasure chest, but it didn't tell you where the feathers were. Yeah, I think you could. You could. Well, this one had a slightly more interesting way of dealing with it because you bought the maps. Uh, you could buy the maps for the data fragments. I think. Oh no, no, you didn't. You never bought those. Um, but the more I got to fifty mm-hmm. of those things, and then the map started revealing them. Wow. Oh, okay. Like just itself, I was like, "Hang on, where, where were all these turned up from?" And the more of those I then got, I then revealed other ones. Which meant that I couldn't go in like a nice systematic route through the thing because it's like you know well, no, I got a certain number of them and then a load more popped up and it's like oh boy. <laughs> but I weirdly found that kind of okay. That's better than having to I don't know not being able to find one. Yeah. Look up on. My favorite was always the Riddler clues in uh, in Batman. How when you start getting towards the end of it, he starts getting really annoyed and starts accusing you of looking for stuff up on the internet yeah. and stuff. <laughs> it's quite that was me- cool. quite meta and funny. Yeah. But then there were way too many of them in Arkham City. Yeah. The Riddler shit. Oh, I, I still haven't played that. That's, yeah, yeah. To do. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I still prefer Asylum, but uh, City was pretty good. I suppose that is news as well. There's not one, but two more Batman games yeah. coming. What, what's going on with there's the... an Arkham? There's another one, Arkham Origins, I think. Right, yeah. And But there's another <laughs> one I'd like called... I forget what its subtitle is, like Black Gate or something. Yeah, right. That's which the prison, which, isn't it, Black Gate? Which is like a Metroidvania style two D game made okay. by the remnants of Retro Studios. Oh, okay. Like I think what they I forget what they're called, like Arc Archer or something like that. Okay. Well but, they know they're Metroid. Yeah. So that, and, yeah. and it's gonna be for that one's gonna be for portable machines, so the three D S and Vita. Okay. Um Sounds alright. That sounds uh, that one is almost more interesting. Yeah, potentially, well, well, you know, because they you know, retro with their Metroid heritage probably know how to make a game like this. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Or, yeah, as I say, some of Although Rocksteady did a pretty good job of making a, a Metroid game. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I'm sure it's both both all good. Yeah, so it's all right. But this kind of didn't. Weren't Rocksteady going to be making like a Silver Age Batman? Or yeah, that? I thought that was the deal. <laughs> yeah. What happened to that? Maybe that is the Origins thing. I haven't uh, seen maybe. That. I don't, don't know. know. I guess that makes sense. It's in the past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <coughs> Revelations. I'm now done with that. Cool. Not going back to it. Good. Still, I still stand by my last comments of you know. Don't it. As much as I sort of got into this one, and I, I still don't understand why, and I still think you're better off not playing it. Fair dues. So, yeah, out of my yay or nay scale, this is a nay. <laughs> <laughs> Two points there. <laughs> yeah. That's how I'm going to do reviews. Like from now on, like thumbs up, thumbs down, or perhaps middling. 
perhaps. <laughs> I think you've already failed this plan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Three points, oh, no, but, you know, you get you get some that you know the middling. I think is where it's like it may appeal to some people. I guess, Speaking but. of of things that shouldn't have middles. Uh, <laughs> you gotta put the thing in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, this is completely off topic and going into non gaming again. Uh, but I got a new duvet for my bed. <laughs> I like this already. <laughs> and you know how they have that stupid duvet specific scale, the togs scale. Yeah, the tongue tells you how how warm they are. Yeah. Why in the fuck does that scale have halves? And what is the top of that scale? Because the it's like the one I have is four and a half. And then on the back it says, you can get this one, which is four and a half. Or you can get a medium one, which is nine. Or you get the winter one, which is 13 and a half. And it's like, yeah. so why the fuck are there halves? And what's the top of that scale? I, I, don't, I don't think, think there is, there is a top. top no. It's a sliding scale, isn't it? <laughs> like it it's, is it logarithmic or what? I think it's a real scale of, of, of like heat retention well, probably, or something. But, yeah. like, I don't know why there are halves. You'd think you could just double every value and it, you wouldn't have to bother having halves. But considering it but, already I mean, goes up to over 13, yeah. <laughs> you need half of four and a half. Could you use togs to describe the ability to retain heat of a thermos then or something like that? I think it is something to do with density of fibres or something. I think it's to do with trapping warm air. Well, yeah, apparently. yeah, trapping so air. So it's probably more to do... Yeah. Probably it's not vacuums. Yeah. But it doesn't cause you a problem, the fact there's halves. No, I, I'm not saying it causes a problem. I just think it's dumb. Well, yeah, I don't know. I a lot of scales are dumb. But it's, but it's the fact that it just appears on this consumer item with no explanation is one of those classic, like... Yeah. Well, no, it, I mean, it's a linear sc- scale. There's nothing... There's it's no... a linear scale, but it doesn't tell you anything about it, like... No. No... This one is going to be warmer. Isn't that yeah, what you need yeah. to know? It's just like thin, medium, thick. <laughs> yeah, but you could get... You could get a thin one that was effectively thick because it was better heat. Yeah, exactly. Better material, yeah. But I mean, come on. <laughs> so that gives you a nice way of... Yeah, I mean, generally, it. it's thickness and weight, isn't it? But it yeah, but if you had some polyester one, probably, or whatever, you know, if you had fancy, like, duck down or whatever the shit it is, maybe it would have higher density. Or there's yeah. other artificial ones which are even better but are even more expensive i know but generally yeah yeah that's yeah. what you're getting it levels you out a bit doesn't it having the number it's quite handy and they do those those ones where you've got like both in one yeah they're kind of cool i suppose it's for the fussy types you know who like have this is my number i need to get as close to this <laughs> number as I yeah can. i very much doubt they make like any more specific there's probably no. just most of them are going to be about four or yeah. four and a half or five maybe yeah. i suppose you could go you know yeah, there's probably not one different duvet for every half gradation I, on that scale. I, would yeah. doubt, I would doubt a single brand does that but you yeah. might be able to go like find a brand that is like to your taste potentially well i think if if anyone's going to do like the the weird it's like six or something that's actually going to be a specific brand there's probably only going to be one brand that does the whole range just so they can be the ones who do the weird numbers i don't think major brands because this was like marks and spencer or whatever they're not going to they're just going to have free like thin medium and thick oh exactly yeah that you know <laughs> they will but other brands you know because marks and spencer oh no well marks and spencer only stock markets marks and spencer don't they yeah but yeah places like john lewis or Tesco's. Like John know. Lewis, like, like I was bewildered by the array of, of fillings you can get for your for your you know, both pillows and um duvets. It's like insane the amount of I'd different not, options there were. I'd rather almost not know what's in there. Is it comfortable? Yes. <laughs> this is thumbs up. This is geese from like Norway and this is ducks. 
mixed with geese from Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like this is tempura mattress is like ridiculously foam and, and memory foamy, and it's like that it's whole got the area. memories of dead assassins. <laughs> exactly, impregnated in the fibers. <laughs> How warm it'd be if you just sandwiched yourself between two bits of memory foam. <laughs> it's into memory foam. It's just a warm grating of memory foam. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fucking warm. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. not very flexible, is it, memory foam? Yeah, but... you'd be kind of encased. Well, that's the whole point of it, though. You know what? You just get a thick one that's heavy enough to just sort of wrap itself around, around, yeah. around wow. your head, basically. <laughs> exactly. It wouldn't have to be that thick, you just have to put something on top of it. Man, I wouldn't want to sleep on my front. <laughs> you need a special foam. mechanical sandwich bed. Yeah. You'd wake up like from sleeping on your front on the memory foam. You just have the you'd imprint of your face just in. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to sleep on your front on the memory No, I don't think it's still difficult to breathe through. Yeah, that's the, not that that's a problem when I'm sleeping on my front. It's not like I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I picture though. So you're that's going. How you so you're that's rolling, how if you're rolling from one side to the other during the night and you're asleep, would, would the halfway stage be like suffocation? Yeah. yeah. Would, but wouldn't you, you just wake up immediately? So you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's not like a lot of things wake you up when you're sleeping. That must be I live fucking next to a railway for a start. So. Uh, <laughs> but that must be really, really bad if you're a drool sleeper. <laughs> you sleep on your front yeah. and then you like roll over into your drool. Well, it does suck sometimes when I wake up and it's just like I'm sleeping in a damp patch. It's oh, like, oh no. Oh. But that can happen to anyone. That's yeah. not just from sleeping on your front. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, I have done that. But it's on my back normally, so at least the drool is away from my head, not exactly where my head is going to be. <laughs> When I roll, I can't remember the last time there. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, back to games. So now we've had our duvet discussion, <laughs> vital tongue scale discussion. <laughs> Speaking of things that should have a middle and yeah. time. Anyway, carry on. Uh, right, games. Fuck. Um, uh, sounds co- great. Done. Yeah, sounds great. Done. All right. Yeah. I'll talk about that again. Maybe just the sounds great for you to get. Yeah, <laughs> and black flag. Yeah. And probably more. Fucking Ubisoft. Um, I played through the entirety of Spec Ops The Line. Ah, oh god. In the last two weeks. Got a whole review to do in the next ten minutes. You didn't see yeah. very long. Um, it's because it isn't very long. No. It's six or seven hours long. Was that like Yahtzee's favourite game in last year? Yeah. But yeah. For the, and, you know, a lot of people kind of do give it a lot of props because of its narrative. Yeah. Um, so... Let's start with the spoiler-free version of this. And um, then spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. You to give them the option to turn off or skip a few minutes, you know, that kind of thing. You know, at, least, at least warn people. Um, I overall like it, not because of the entertainment necessarily value of it or necessarily because of the, um, the gameplay mechanical side of it, um, I like it because of the way it made me reflect on it when I finished it. The narrative is, while I have my doubts about whether or not it's actually a well-written narrative after all, uh-huh. that game did enough to make me think about what it was trying to do. Okay. And I kind of liked that. That's it was it was a game I didn't just, you know, like Revelations or somewhere there where it's just like, fuck it, I'm done with that, moving on. This was kind of like, huh, I'm, what? Yeah, uh. I have to question this and, you know, really dig deep in my mind. And I, and that I, was the end of the episode. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 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 uh. 
<laughs> you can always tell me that. Yeah, uh, no, okay. Try and remember that one. Um, yeah, I, it's it's weird. Like, so the base storyline, spoiler free, is you end up in Dubai as a well, end up. You're, you're sent. You, you, you three of you are sent into a uh, sandstorm ruined Dubai. There's not much of it left, and most of it is encased in sand. Um, on a hunt to see if there are survivors about and call it in, basically. Um, what then follows is a series of like misunderstandings and mis um, interpretations, I guess, that land you in a bit of shit, and you kind of make the choice to progress forward and see what you can do to help out the scenario. Um, now, that's about as far as I can go without hitting spoiler territory. Mm. Um, all you need to know is that shit doesn't go well. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and when does it ever in video games? <laughs> and, and it gets progressively worse and worse and more worse and just keeps going. Um, so mechanically, I'll be honest, it's middling to below average like in the way that it handles and the way that it plays. It, I mean, it's fine, but it's just fine there's no like real standout amazing moment in how the game handles i mean it's okay. third, third person cover based shooter mm-hmm. um in which the cover mechanics are somewhat sticky and kind of awkward to get in and out of at times and it has gears of war-esque style grenade throwing you know so it puts a dotted line on screen when you can see so can aim it and put it down and that kind of thing so you, you don't have to get out of cover to plan your plan a mode of attack and you get tons of grenades so you can use them quite often that kind of stuff um and that's pretty much all there is to say about the gameplay it's, it, that is it there's a few turret sections there's a bit it's a bit of a shooting gallery feel quite a lot of the time um but what set there are a couple of things that set that apart actually and it's not necess- and they're not really mechanical they're kind of the setting and what they do with it I mean, this sand-strewn environment is kind of a cool place to fight. Cool. It's nicely... It looks nice. Cool. It's not very technically um, proficient. Yeah. But the, the way they've done it looks really nice. Like, the way the sand does, there's enough, like, blowing sand effects and wind sort of effects. and Uncharted 3 kind of sand levels? Oh, there's, there's no, no comparison. The Uncharted 3 stuff still looks way like ahead. business. But, I mean, they do this well enough in that, you know, it sets the scene... Mm-hmm. Enough that you you know you care about it and stuff, and enough that it's believable. Um, and you know that they do some scenes in the middle of sandstorms and stuff like that, and that's pretty cool because your visibility goes to shit. But there's like stuff blowing everywhere, and your characters all start reacting and holding their heads down and things like that. And that's that stuff's all done really well. And there's some great stylistic moments um, involving sort of like well, one bit involves white phosphorus, which is kind of cool so everything is like all burny and horrible and like whites out your vision and stuff like that and it does some pretty cool stuff like that like to set moments um and and it's kind of and and i'll be honest with you the story does get its hooks in you and you do despite the unease it puts upon you Mm -hmm. um want to see it through Mm. um you just want to know how you're almost looking for the silver lining the entire time 
the game makes you want to look for this. This, ha- this surely there's a good side to this uh-huh. sort of narrative, which is which is great because um, then it, in a way, the lackluster gameplay is only serving enough of a purpose to push the story along, which is fine by me in this case. When the narrative's as strong as this, that's okay. It depends. Mm-hmm. It's it's not the gameplay is not the focus. It's just there, and I, I wish it was better. But in a way, it doesn't have to be. Um, what I found not in, really interesting, actually, about the, when you're in a big combat scene, um, was the banter that goes on. Right. The way you sound sounds quite nice, and the way that your teammates talk to you and describe what's going on, like where there's a shotgun guy coming or there's a weapon, like right, a, a, a melee specialist awareness kind of coming stuff. at you. Yeah, that stuff's really nice, actually. Cool. That's done really well. Um, and even better, I think, is the enemy banter you can hear yeah how they're describing what they think you're doing and how they're talking to each other to flush you out and make you move around the battlefield and things like that that is really cool because it sounds like like it sounds like a mess like if you ever played paintball or something yeah. like that it's you know, the shouting of people to each other it's not like we've got a plan we're yeah gonna do, we're gonna do this i'm gonna go out and we're gonna do it completely silently no these guys are shouting at each other yeah. and swearing and saying fucking go and things like that. Yeah. It's like fucking grenade him out, and you know, there's a lot of fucks. Um, and it's that uh, the, the audio of that is great. Cool. Uh, that's I, 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 I liked that element a lot, and um, I, I, yeah, the, the sort of the audio style in general is pretty cool. It's kind of sometimes a bit cheesy, sort of like grungy rock stuff, but then they occasionally throw in like. Um, that hush song at one point is played. There's a sort of like a weird DJ e sort of like guy on the on the speakers and on the radio every now and then. So yeah, they will play some um, like old old rock songs and stuff in certain and there's a bit of Ride of the Valkyries and stuff like that. And it's kind of that stuff blends in actually really well and cool. sets piece and makes some of the game stand out perhaps more than it otherwise would have done. Um, and it's consistent. You know, they keep that style. Throughout the, throughout the game, which is something to be said. Um, and I'm struggling now at this point how I can possibly continue with this without going into spoiler territory. Or perhaps it can wait, then, I guess, maybe. Yeah, because this, this, uh, this will depend entirely on whether you guys will ever play play, want to play it, because I do not want to spoil it for you if you do. Because mm. um, that is the game. Right. It's probably not a good idea then. I guess I might play it. I don't know. I don't know. But if you really want to talk about it, I guess you can go ahead. I, I, I sort of do, but as I said, it's the, it is the game. I right. can't talk about it without going deep Fair any, enough. any further. And to, uh-huh. do, to do so ruins the point. Okay. Well, how many of our listeners do you think will have finished it or it? It's reasonably old. It was middle of last year. Yeah. But yeah. No, I'm not saying it's not old enough to yeah. spoil it. So, you know. <laughs> um. But if you're not sure, let's not do it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, but for me, it's a it's a recommend. Cool. It's a recommend. It sound, does sound good. <laughs> it's an up on the it's two a, points. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a thumbs up. It's a thumbs up. It, yeah. If only, even if it's just as an exercise, I suppose, in the games as art argument, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a mature narrative in a otherwise um, rather barren wasteland. Of yeah. Nonsense. <laughs> There's a. There's a certain satire in the way this game yeah. sets sets out, you know. There's a certain 
uh, and I've seen it sort of in reviews and stuff. I don't know how much you've read into this, but if you've seen like some of the stuff talk about Far Cry 3's like underlying narrative in yeah. places, it's a bit... there's some similarity there. Right, um, I see. Cool. Um, which makes you question yourself. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I can really say. It, it gets its hooks in you and had me thinking about it for a long time after finishing it. And there's multiple endings which can change your way of thinking. Oh, actually, I do. This is um, another gripe. The way it handles choice in Mm -hmm. places is a little jarring. Um, There will be moments where um, you have a choice on how to tackle a scenario. It doesn't matter, ultimately, what choices you make. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can handle certain situations in a certain way that is your choice. But then when the game stresses elements like choice, often you don't. And as a game, from a gameplay perspective, that doesn't gel well, right? Especially seeing as one of the most poignant moments of the game. Poignant, um, <laughs> poignant. One of the most poignant moments of the game. They talk. They literally talk about choice seconds before it happens. Okay. Or okay, seconds, a minute or so before yeah, yeah. it happens. But you have no choice in that sequence. Um, even though you kind of want to have the choice. As a player, I wanted a choice here. But they but, kind of but drew it attention it to the fact that you don't. Yeah, it wouldn't have pushed the narrative in the right direction had I not, but it was... And maybe that's intentional. This game does a lot of stuff intentionally. Yeah. Um, Highlighting the fact that yeah, yeah. choice is unusual in... Yeah, and, and this is this, another part thing that gets me questioning it, is like there's a lot of elements of this game like maybe they made some of these decisions to put me out of comfort. Yeah. To put me in this weird feeling state to make some of it work more. And if they did, fucking works. <laughs> cool. Cool. If they didn't, it fucking worked anyway. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. Okay, I'm done with that. Um, I haven't really played much else, I'm afraid, other than that. I, I Well, I actually did fire up Burnout Paradise briefly <laughs> just to sort of see quite how it had changed between that and most wanted need for speed most wanted yeah, yeah. burnout paradise is a fuck ton faster <laughs> yeah well it's burnout, it is faster burnout general, but yeah isn't it? but it's a fuck ton faster and the controls are more responsive than i remember like a lot more responsive you can push the handbrake button and t- stop and, like right. turn on a pin kind of stuff so actually like in a weird way after playing a lot of need for speed hot pursuit like suddenly, like playing Burnout Paradise feels easy yeah. in a weird way. Um, it's, I, I still think that game is fundamentally flawed in how you actually go about progressing through it. It's kind of irritating when you fail event and there's no restart, or you know you're going to fail this event because you're so far fucking behind the competition, and there's no restart button. I hate that. Mm, that does suck. I, I really hate that. Um, is there a restart button in Most Wanted? Well, you can, because well, you get to the events from that list if you've already done it, you can just tell it. All right, so, even, so even, if, even if you fuck up, you can go back to that list. Yeah. Or, okay, that's cool. I'm pretty sure. That's, that's, or what about mid race? Well, I don't know about that, but you can access that menu at any time, apparently, so presumably you should be able to. Okay, cool. Or maybe there's just a main, maybe there's just a menu option to restart it. I'm not even sure. I haven't played that anymore, in case anyone was wondering. All right. <laughs> You, you you went off it. Well, I never got into it, I guess. Yeah. The video is available on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Happysalad.net. Advertising. 
self-plugging. It's not advertising on our own show. It's a type of advertising. It's marketing. <laughs> We're promoting our brand. <laughs> our awesome brand. Corporate sins. Our salad place brand. I play a bit more Bioshock on my end of things. Yes. Yep. Continuing. I haven't got that to the end, so I can't give you all the spoilery warnings okay. or anything, but it continues to be uh, a lot of fun. All right. Uh, impressive. Spectacular. I th- I watched the Yahtzee review of Bioshock Infinite, and I thought it was completely on the money. It was a very good review from him. Hmm. I would watch that. I mean, the, the, really, the, it's a great game whose only problem is it's massively up its own arse. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> Well, Ken Levine knows he's... <laughs> Just the whole he, thing. Well, Ken Levine is awesome, but the problem is he knows it. Yeah, I really guess, bad. I guess. Just the, the, like I was saying last time, all the same things. Like, it's just very unsubtle. Uh, like, uh, But it doesn't stop the, it the being great. Stuff. Yeah, all the message stuff. It's really, like, bashing you over the head with everything. But it is, it's, it, you know, it's consistently, you know, impressive environments, uh, intriguing story, and just, it is a lot of fun, actually. The com- combat stuff is fun. So it's kind of good combination there <laughs> everything very slick and cool yeah so and uh yeah the it continues to get more weird and interesting as we go hmm. i've stepped through my first rift into another the alter reality you see, that's the stuff I imagine a lot of that is going to start happening <laughs> that's some of the stuff i'm most interested in yeah. is going how they play that stuff i think that stuff like it, it's quite light on that stuff at first mm. and then that becomes is going to be the whole deal i yeah. think all the timelines and shit. So, yeah. Cool stuff. That about it? Yeah, I haven't really played anything else, I don't think. I need to get back to Far Cry 3, actually, having <laughs> with Blood Dragon coming up, because I'm only about halfway through that. that oh, I, I, I assumed you'd finished it. No, I haven't got to all the way to the end. Uh. I'd done the entire... Like, I was getting all the... What's it? Hunting um, stuff? Yeah, and doing all the... Um, like stuff. Basically, all the side stuff. you weren't doing the main actual story. No, exactly. And all the uh, outposts and stuff on the first island, there are a lot or whatever. And uh, I've got all of those now. So uh, that's just fun to do. It's an open world kind of game. Yeah. But the, the story is is good. Like the missions are cool. So I should get into more of those. Well, it's yeah. like, yeah, have you unlocked everything you want now? Is, well, is there get... any reason to do the side stuff? Yeah, I get Apart like, from it being fun. Yeah. It has that, like, yeah, everyone says it has that kind of gated progression where you reach a point like halfway through the progress yeah. and there is no more progression. It's just then you dossing about in the world. Yeah. Basically. Well, I've got most of the guns and stuff that I want, but apparently once you get to the second island, there's a mission which gives you like a uniform that makes you stealth invisible, basically. Huh. Because, or something, which completely changes the just, game. Just makes, just makes everything else a lot easier. I don't know because I haven't experienced it yet, but that sounds like might not be a good thing but we'll see how it goes it depends if it takes anything away yeah if it's like one of those balanced upgrades or something but like the stealth is actually not that easy sometimes especially when there's loads of enemies mm. so that becomes the thing so yeah I should go back to that tigers uh, tigers indeed a blood dragon coming up oh, that's not gonna fucking, have any stealth I don't, I, yeah fucking blood dragon looks amazing yeah so that's the future we uh, played I'm in Far Cry now just, just for that <laughs> I mean, we need to play some more goddamn Torchlight too. Yeah, we do need we to do. play We that. really need to play more of that. And me and Rob also played a small amount of Platzo 2 this week because Rob had to see it on his new graphics card. Oh, yeah. I turned on the GPU physics option on that just to <laughs> see, so just see what it's like. There's so many particles and they're nice. really pretty. Awesome. That's the feature. It's like there's some weird, there's some oddities. Like if you're not looking at something and then you turn around to look at it, so you get a sudden 
the card then decides to start generating the particles in the world. It's not like they were there not being rendered. It's like they're just not there. So you look at them and it's like, woof, stuff suddenly starts to happen. And like, oh, when stuff explodes and you get these glowy sort of embery particles shining everywhere. And everywhere, everywhere, anytime anyone hits a wall, there's a shower of sparks and stuff. It looks amazing. Cool. Although, <laughs> when I turn all this shit on, frame rate does still suffer in places. <laughs> yeah, so, it's still yeah. badly optimized. Yeah. But, my God, particles are pretty. Man, I saw a video earlier on today on YouTube of uh, a 90-year-old like grandma yeah, trying to do the rounds. That was freaking awesome. <laughs> she was well into it. Yeah, <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. It's the future. Anyway. 3D! In your face! And she was like, well, holy mackerel, that was her thing. And she, and she didn't tighten the thing, so she was like holding the god tag thing up the whole time. <laughs> it was quite weird. But yeah, that was pretty cool. Yes! So yes, we'll come to the end of this uh, cellcast. Time to get peached. Time oh, to get peached. <laughs> I, I need to get peached real bad. Just don't say it's a thing. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know. Purposely not. I was then deliberately saying it. Yeah, of course. Not say it. <laughs> don't forget to check the website habsharing.net yes. for more content and videos and such, or check the YouTube channel, The Salad Cast. At the Salad Cast. I don't know if it's, it's probably just user Salad Cast. And also, don't forget to check the Facebook page, also known as The Salad Cast, or the Wait, that's Happy Salad. Oh, I can't never remember that one. Or the Twitter account at Salad. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> See you next time. Boo. What? Boo. 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 I'm. What? Yeah, uh, I, I have to question this. <laughs>